Hello. Yo. Hello. Don't be a dick. Uh-huh. Hey everyone, today is Tuesday, the 26th of September 2017. This is Gap, episode 389. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gore is here, I think. Can you hear me, Job? Hello? Yes, I can hear you. That's good. I have a uh, question, Luke. Sure. Why, when I was cleaning my desk today, yeah. did I find a picture of, I assume, the Virgin Mary and a weird <laughs> tiny baby Jesus with a very old man head? Okay. And it says, you haven't found God yet, but he has found you. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. How long ago did you fucking hide this shit on me? Uh, a while back. Why do you do these things to me? <laughs> First of all, it's label. It's printed on a label maker. So you've yep. printed it. Like you've this, this do you have a label maker? Where the fuck did you get this? Uh I printed it at work. You printed it at work, yeah, cool. This is and pretty where funny. Did you, where did you get the fucking photo, the picture? <laughs> we won't have to worry about that part. I, <laughs> Just... I am worried about that part. Where did you get this picture from? It's uh it was it was given to me. It was given to you? Yep. Is this like some fucking christening gift you got or something? Look, all I'm saying is that you need <laughs> you, you need to look after yourself more, right? We're watching oh my you. Lord. We're watching you. <laughs> that, like the little baby Jesus has the old man head. There's an old dude in fucking The Sopranos, and that's what he looks like. Or maybe like fucking who's the short guy in in Goodfellas? He looks like a fucking old old gangster. Yeah. That's what he looks like, except on a baby's body and scaled down to a tiny person's fucking face. Mm. And then there's the Virgin Mary, I suppose. And yeah, she she just doesn't look happy at all. She just looks super grumpy about this having this fucking tiny old man in her arms. Yeah. It's weird. Anyway, how long ago did you hide it? Uh, I don't really remember. Um at least it's got to be a while, like six months, good six months, maybe. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Have you been fucking with my backgrounds again and shit? <laughs> no. How did you How did you sneak it in? <laughs> this is hilarious, by the way. I don't know. I don't know how I suck it in. I don't remember. <clears throat> what the fuck do you mean you don't know? I, I can't reveal my, my sources. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. You gotta admit that's pretty funny. Yeah, it was pretty. It was it was pretty weird when I found. <laughs> what well, did you did, did you have to like think about it? Like, holy shit, where'd this come from? Well, I thought because I saw it from the like I just saw the I saw it lying there like sitting there with the photo frame thing, and I thought it was the picture of the old U dog that <laughs> Heath got me for my birthday two years ago or three years ago or whatever. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, oh, there's, there's, oh, you dog. That's cool. And I pick it up. I'm like, well, hang on. What the fuck is this writing on the back? And then I flip it over. I'm like, oh, fuck. It's religious. <laughs> and then I read the writing. And uh, it all came together. And I'm like, how the fuck did he do this? When the fuck did he do this? And yeah. I like how you immediately went straight to me. <laughs> uh, yeah. I also immediately started looking for other things, but I didn't find anything. So. Yet. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully it stays that way, but yeah. <laughs> did you ever find your remote? No. No, I definitely did not do that one. Yeah. I don't know where your remote went, but I didn't take it. 
It's a uh, that's not funny. That is a terrible prank. <clears throat> we got rid of that that yeah. audio system because you couldn't find the remote. Because we couldn't find the re- no. Because well, actually, I've got it right here. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yeah, no, no, that's 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 too low. I don't do I do funny stuff. True. I think about these things. Oh yeah, and effort and label making. Yeah, label making. Did anyone at work see you doing this or what? No. Like, no? Because I, I just printed the labels. I didn't have to take the, the thing into work. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I thought, like, but I don't, I don't know. Like, the only label maker I think I've ever used, you sort of had to fix the label immediately. No. No. No? You got that This is like a prop, yeah, yeah. prop thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Cool. That's pretty weird. Like the whole cost conceptually is very weird, Luke. Like you understand that, right? Like, like the idea of hiding shit around my house for reasons I still don't understand. <laughs> I get, I get that part of it. Uh, the but like the religious imagery and it's such a weird picture, <laughs> and the 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 fucking wording like a lot it combines into something that is actually pretty weird. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yep. Yeah. I'll take a photo and put it on our Gap Twitter so everyone else can understand how weird it is. He looks <laughs> genuinely looks like Paulie from The Goodfellas, but on a tiny baby body with a giant Virgin Mary looking just fucking despondent. All right, cool. Above him. I'm anyway. not going to be able to stop laughing in the next 10 minutes, so. Good. Good. Great. <clears throat> yeah. Um, let's talk about games. There's a lot here. There's heaps of things here. Uh, we mentioned last week how it's starting to ramp up a bit and yep. looking at this list, yeah, it's getting there. Yep. A lot of things. All right, where do we want to start with this list? Um, Let's start with Werewolf Live. Were- Werewolf Live. So actual something not sort of video game. What is video game related, but not really? Yeah. Yeah. Game related. Game related. Okay. Um, yeah. So I went and did this Werewolf Live thing on the other night. Sunday night, I think. Sunday uh, night. What day? It's Tuesday? Yeah, okay, Sunday. Uh, on Sunday night. And um, basically, it was it was at a theater. It was like a put-on event. Uh, and the idea was, you know, everyone goes into the theater, uh, like just a community theater. But, um, yeah, you go in and uh, everyone sits down. And, uh, you know, the the host is the... Uh, is basically hosting the entire thing and it running the entire game. And it's Werewolf, which is essentially um, Mafia or Town of Salem or Secret Hiller or uh, whatever that space one is. I can't remember what the space one's called. But uh, it's, it's, a, it's a hidden role game, you know? Like um, you've got a... Someone is in your group uh, and they... I have to kill everyone and you have to find out who they are. That sort of game. Yep. And um it's it's like super simplified in its in its rule set. It's like I think as you get further into the genre of the hidden role game, the more complicated it gets. Like you've got the you've got werewolf, which is basically <clears throat> people of villages or people are werewolves or one person is a seer um you've got mafia which is exactly the same except to replace werewolves with um mafia and the seer with inspectors 
but then you get a bit deeper and you got like secret Hitler where one person's Hitler and um, you've got uh, like the Battlestar Galactica game where people are Cylons and they might be working with you and it's a, more of a traditional board game. Same goes for like Last Night on Earth where some people have alternative uh, like goals to you and they might be working against you and you can never really tell and stuff like that. And it gets more complicated the, the deeper it goes. This one's the most simple version of it. And uh, yeah, there were about... No, I'd say 50 people uh, showed up. Uh, pretty good crowd. And yeah, like we, um, I guess we all filed in. I made sure we got a seat down the front so you could see what was going on. Um, and yeah, they asked us, you know, we were there for like an hour. They got us to, you know, put your hand up if you wanted to play. I put my hand up, obviously. Um, and uh, yeah, just a bunch of random people went up to the, up to the front and uh i think it was eight villages eight random people and um yeah we all went in and yeah we played some werewolf uh it was good fun i wasn't a werewolf i was a villager um and i was killed i was hanged third uh mostly because uh you know how i am you know how i am uh they had beers at this venue (laughs) And so I was getting a bit, you know, toasty and uh, maybe a little bit um, arrogant, I guess. It's only arrogance, right? The difference between arrogance and confidence is is being able to back it up. And so I'm sitting there, I'm like, look, I'm telling you guys, these two people are not werewolves. I guarantee you, uh, like straight off the bat, we managed to like randomly, like, in the first round, if you've got no leads at all, like nobody made any noise while they were pointing or anything like that, if you've got no leads at all, then, uh, yeah, basically you're uh, just got to random pick someone to die. And uh, randomly we picked a, a werewolf to die straight up. Um, but, uh, yeah, we were like, there were some other people who were dra- like driving it us towards a certain players who were art like who were just talking a lot they were trying to talk through who could be whatever and i'm like i guarantee you it's not these two people if it's anyone i think it's uh such and such i sort of like pointed us i was trying to point us towards this dude down the end uh who was asking he kept asking like the host questions Hmm. out out of the like realm of the game because uh, he didn't like, know, like, how to play or... Well, that's that's that was the pitch. He's pretending like he didn't know how to play. But I, I, like, it started out and I kept... I kept <clears throat> I noticed he kept asking these questions. And there are, yeah. But there are a lot of questions that have actually been explained. Um, but then I noticed he, like, kept asking them and they were, like... He was very pointed about asking them when people... When there was a lull in conversation, like, pointed about making this show of that he didn't know what was going on and i'm like that's he's, he's too sus because he kept also very quickly answering like uh questions uh that people had like he did he knew right. he knew how to play but so he, he was did. pretending like he didn't <laughs> exactly it was the fake out so i'm like yeah look i think it's it's him uh and the guy sitting next to me was like well it's probably you then uh i nominate jorb i put my name down as jorb uh because 
the uh, host asked me my name and I said Job and he said okay Joe head up the front and I'm like cool Job it is uh, and uh, yeah up, up to the front I went uh, but yeah no uh, I, I reckon it's Job we're hanging Job I know when a Job who else is in and the dude sitting next to him I think was his housemate hmm. uh, said seconded and uh, and then I was hanged hmm. um, <clears throat> so he pulled a classic Gerald on us because remember yeah. when we played Secret Hitler and he was all like oh no I don't know how to like he kept asking questions about the game and like all this shit and turned out he fucking knew how to play yep oh yeah it was the fake out and uh, when when it was revealed uh, we lost the game the werewolves won or the werewolf won and when we lost the game, uh, the yeah, I, I just I just like looked at the dude who nominated me in the eyes, <laughs> and I looked over at the werewolf, and the werewolf was like the dude who was who was the werewolf was uh, all, all smiles, all smiles, uh, and yeah. So yeah, we lost that game, which sucked. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, the rest of it like it was just it was just a lot of fun. I was just I, like I wasn't sad that I lost or anything like that. Because um, I think that's the the thing about those games is uh, there. I guess two ways it can go down. If you know all the people, uh, it can be like when I play with I play Mafia with uh, my brothers and sister, mm-hmm. um, and it is oh, and like the rest of our family, like they're you know my in laws. Um, and it is uh, like it's some fucking. It's a different experience, right? Because you understand how people work. Yeah, yeah, you under you know these people, and so like anything they do is is you know all their tells and shit, and so it's it's fucking you're Inspector Poirot in fucking some you're fucking Sherlock Holmes and shit. You're like, oh yes, well I know it was uh, Alex because. When he said that he didn't do it, his voice raised a micron of an octave. And I guess you will find that he did it with this knife. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, in this, it's all a bit random. And you got to, you know, succumb to the, uh, the will of the people, I suppose, uh, these randos. And, yeah, they, they didn't really have any kind of strategy or anything like that. They were just sort of going at it seeing what they could do um which was okay and i i just resorted instead to making jokes uh as a ghost i wasn't allowed to talk that was the other the housemates um were like writing messages on their placards from beyond the grave Mm -hmm. the two dudes sitting next to me so with that was actively fucking up the game which is a pet peeve of mine but whatever um so yeah, one of the housemates got hanged because so the dude who nominated me to be hanged, he got hanged the next round for getting me hanged. Uh, right. And then when he was dead, he wrote on his card that his housemate was definitely the werewolf and that they should hang him instead. Oh. Um, and yeah, so they did, and that basically lost us the game because um, after that, I think we didn't have enough people left. Uh, I think there was like, yeah, two people left or some shit. Um, yeah, so they fucked up the game, but yeah, so I was I was just making like jokes and shit instead, good puns and poop jokes and stuff hmm. for the audience. You see, to entertain the audience. Uh, Did you get paid? The- Is this what you're doing now? No, I didn't get paid. Oh, what the fuck? I I paid money <clears throat> to have the experience. Wow. 
it's 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 the arts man i'm a i'm a patron of the arts finally hmm. uh so yeah there you go but anyway it was good fun uh if like if you have the opportunity to, to do something like that I, i'd wholeheartedly recommend it like just random people have the capacity to be extremely funny and so yeah i just, i had a lot of fun uh except for yeah except for the dickheads who are actively ruining the game um yeah everyone else like was you know played the game properly and like understood how the things worked and making their own jokes and all kinds of shit this uh this one chick uh in the second game i think it was she uh she got made to pick uh the tight like that because they were on a timer <laughs> uh the voting was on a timer um when the timer ran out they came over the host came over and made nate say a number between one and ten and he picked seven yes he did yeah. pick seven yeah. and yeah, uh how mind games mind games um and it landed on <clears throat> this chick and the chick picked like it this game game two was going fucking awfully for these guys but this chick randomly picked and it was a werewolf oh. and then the next then like that night she was the seer so she was able to investigate whether or not someone was a werewolf or not and she called she investigated the other the other werewolf and so the very next round they killed the fucking other werewolf it was spectacular huh. uh it was very funny yeah um because she was yeah flabbergasted anyway uh good fun so sorry how many games did they play three three oh, okay yeah yeah um and yeah it was just yeah hmm. if you get the opportunity otherwise yeah if you just want to play werewolf or mafia get a group of friends i think yeah I, if you've got like eight people it's really easy to do you don't even need like you don't even need shit last time we played it uh like my brother just remembered my brother was the the host and he just remembered who was who who was mafia and who was a villager yep yeah awesome yep all right uh let's kick on yep. let's talk about some things um let's go real video games now uh, ghost recon wildlands pvp beta was yep. uh, up over the weekend mm-hmm. um what's the mode called i don't remember off the top ghost of my head. it's a ghost war i think yeah. it's ghost so this is their four versus four um competitive multiplayer um game that they put in yep and it's very different to what i thought it was going to be yep what do you think it was going to be you thought it was going to be like a like big open sort of yep. area like fucking slow paced going through the forest type thing and it's not that at all it's pretty action orientated um it's not necessarily stealthy up until the first engagement um and then from there it becomes an action game and it's not i, I don't really like it it does too many things that i too many design decisions that i think are not good um in particular like the, the tom clancy games are supposed to be about well it, even this game in particular is about like being a stealthy player and getting the right pickoffs and that sort of thing but this mode it doesn't really allow you to do that because the moment you shoot a gun, a giant fucking blip comes up on your HUD and shows yep. you the other opposing team where the gunfire is coming from. 
Yeah. And this isn't even like a mini map on like a, a radar or anything. It is like literally pinpoint pinpointing on the screen where the shot's coming from uh, with like a, a highlighted yellow marker. And to me, that kind of defeats the purpose of even engaging like in, in combat. It's just it's just not fun. It, it takes away any skill from the game and brings it down to this very... It takes this like hardcore what's supposed to be like a hardcore game and really brings it down to a very casual um boring game mode that i feel is not very good i I can see i can see definitely see potential where i think you could do some really fun and awesome things but the package they're going through they're going at for the moment is not it's not compelling at all to play it's not fun Yeah. yeah yeah that was my initial reaction as well um I, there was so much I didn't like about it. I, I just I was just hating so much of it. Like, apart from the fact that like, so I, the first time I played it, I was playing with Drew. Mm. And we jumped in and we were put in uh, as a three stack against four people, um, and all of them were like level ten or above. I think, if I recall correctly, yeah. Uh, that, that's not. Just to add to that, that's not that hard. I played like three games and I got to like level nine, I think. What? Yeah, it's. It, Were you winning? Yeah, I think we won all our games. Yeah, if you're losing, it's hard. I didn't even get a level out of my first game because okay. we just got fucking stomped. Because there was four of them and the three level one newbies who'd literally never played before, and then and we're like learning against these people who clearly have fucking shit, their shit together and know what they're doing and and yeah they know like i didn't even realize you can shoot through basically everything in that game like yeah cover is visual cover huh yeah it's got bullet penetration that was like one yeah. of the main things in the when we were playing it, it the first but time everything yeah. i'm talking like literally walls are made of fucking like the Japanese fucking hmm. house walls and shit. They're made of paper and whatever. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, yeah. So I, I like I was taking cover and shit, and yeah, just getting shredded. And I had no idea that I couldn't do that. I was also getting spotted by drones, and I still don't know how the fuck that happened. Actually, now that I'm recalling it, I never came around on liking it i just didn't hate it as much and now remembering my first experience with it i fucking hated it <laughs> um yeah it was it was yeah. and it's peer to peer and yeah. is it yep okay and why that. why would it be peer to peer they fucking they learn this lesson with fucking uh for honor for honor yeah or did they idiots um yeah. yeah, I think the simple fix for it is that is that hard notification showing you where you're getting shot from, right? Because if you remove that aspect of it, then it starts eliminating these other problems of people being able to shoot you through walls and and just all this random shit because they're not going to know where some of this fire is coming from. Yeah. Um, and then being able to obviously send a drone straight over there and then mark you, um, or I guess it's called it being marked, which... <laughs> like it's a bit stupid because if they're showing you on the screen where a player is anyway like what's the point of marking people um yeah yeah i i, I think it needs to start at the 
that basic step of removing the noisemaker UI element, like completely fuck that off and bring it back to a game that's about, um, you know, being able to shoot people and being stealthy and that sort of thing. Yeah. Like, I, I guess to me, there were, there were parts that I liked that I get, like probably wouldn't work with that. Hmm. That like the stealth, I guess there were parts, there were moments where I saw what they were going for and understood why they couldn't go for the full stealth shit, you know? Yeah. One thing I do like is I I didn't play a lot of it, but I played a couple of games. Um, The aspect of being able to revive your teammates after they're downed, uh, because it meant that it forced the other team to like engage or at least move away from their position to try and find the other person or other people that are left on that team they can't just sit in the one spot and hope to get everybody um because i we had, I had a couple of games where like one or two guys were inside of a house and they managed to get picked off but i was able to then get back inside the house being like the last person left revive like three people on my team and then we end up winning that because you know, we've got everybody back up. We start working together as a team and taking everybody out one by one while the other team is kind of just sitting up on a ridge somewhere, just trying to pick people off. Um, so I think that's kind of cool of being able to jump. And I think Destiny did some or is trying to do something similar to that, like having that revive mechanic um, in the multiplayer. But that doesn't work at all because the games are just so short <laughs> and it doesn't work for that mode, that... that um, uh, that like bomb capture or bomb planting mode it, like doesn't work at all on that one but I feel like it does in this one yeah yeah it's um it's a mixed bag eh? it's got some work I, I hopefully it's they do fun. learn from what's going on like maybe we can mention it tomorrow when we're at Ubisoft yeah <laughs> give them some feedback um so yeah I do hope they learn from that I I didn't really read up on what the community thought of some of those things I'm going to guess they're not going to be happy with it the noise elements Um, but that was for me the biggest turn off that that I saw straight away I was like man that sucks because the moment you open fire onto somebody it's like all right, well everybody knows where you're shooting from so what's there's no really reward for getting you know for getting in a good position and trying to take someone out it becomes this game of firing a couple shots and then moving from that position because you've just given away that position. So the like one of the worst things that can happen is straight away someone can drop like a special airdrop on you or um, like an artillery strike or a grenade. Like, mm. yeah, it's um, it's got a bit of work, I think. Yeah. Um- I'll be honest, I was hoping... I, I was very disappointed when it wasn't the big open... I mean, that aspect... Like, the amount of fun we had as four people in co-op... Just fucking with around, that, yeah. Just fucking about with that shit makes me wonder why they... Yeah. Went with a different way with it, you know? Like, it's just... Hmm. And the yeah. two maps that I... I think I played two maps all up. Um, not two rounds, but the two maps that I did play were l- like linear maps. I was sorry, not linear, but that was just straight, like a, a sort of like a rectangle <laughs> with an objective, like dead center in the middle. They, they didn't really feel like 
they were very open. It was kind of, I could get to the middle of the map in 15 seconds yep. sort of thing. Um, whereas I was expecting something a lot bigger, like this whole getting into an area and slowly moving about and that sort of thing. Like something that could take five minutes to try and find the other team, that sort of stuff. That's kind of it's what I was hoping for. Such a transparent attempt to target esports, in my opinion. And yeah. that's why the peer to peer fucking decision is such a staggering misstep mm-hmm. to me because there's no way in hell. And I understand that, I understand that engine in general might not be built to handle proper dedicated servers or whatever the fuck. But if that's the case, like there's no point in in making that move you know it's yeah. a it's a it's a yeah futile attempt to remain uh like at work I, like i don't know they they need to they need to tap into what people actually enjoyed about wildlands as opposed to trying to follow whatever fuck trend is hot right now you know yeah like i i yep Give me fucking Wildlands Battle Royale, Job. Holy shit. And I'll be yeah, on Nate, that, baby. Nate and I were talking about uh, all the different games. I was going to I was gonna write a question on the on the questions yeah. in our Discord. I was going to write one for us, but then I, I found that we have fucking 8,000 words worth of questions. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. um, I didn't we don't wanna, need no questions. I didn't want to add to it. But, uh, yeah, we were, we were trying. We were... Um, brainstorming a battlefield PUBG yep. with 256 players and tanks and I think we almost got to a point where it would be pretty amazing hmm. pretty amazing yeah yeah yep. but I, well, I, I remember when Wildlands came out and I was saying like I really dig this engine I, I would love to see like a big open scale multiplayer game yep. and I think that's kind of what I was hoping for from this yeah um but it's it's not that at all. It's very small scaled. Yeah, absolutely. And it's uh, it's but yeah, like you gotta you gotta like think of it like from a fucking resources perspective, right? Like mm-hmm. I I never felt like once you got super far away from people, like when we were doing our races and stuff. Did you ever notice how like shit sort of went a little bit wonky while we were doing our races when you were like a kilometer away from people? And when it got when you got close, everything was like good. Mm. But yeah, if you're a kilometer away, yeah, people would like just sort of didn't or one point five kilometers, I think, ish. Uh, yeah, like people just stopped sort of really existing in your world. It was like they were using, I don't know. Look, this is one thousand percent speculation, but it felt to me like they were using that um. Like sort of phasing sort of technology that they used in um, World of Warcraft. Yeah, um, and they you, they were phasing you out of mm-hmm. the game with the other people, and then it would phase you back in when you got close enough. Okay, I don't know. I don't like. I don't know that if that's necessarily how it did it, but uh, yeah, that was always the impression that I got. That you once you got far enough away from other people, you didn't necessarily exist in their world as much as. It was uh, an illusion to make you feel like you were connected with them until you actually got within, you know, striking distance of them. Yeah. Um, and so I guess if it, it if it is doing that, 
then it would be basically impossible for them to make the sort of large-scale Wildlands PvP that you would expect to be in sort of keeping with that game and how we played. But the I guess the other the other thing is, like, maybe we played it completely different to everyone else. I don't think we did, but, like, there is the chance that they looked at their fucking... their data, and they were like, yep, everyone's playing this game. Like, it's fucking CQC shit. Uh... Yeah. I mean, while we're standing on top of a mountain and seeing who can get the fucking 1.2 kilometer kill and shit. Uh, <laughs> taking turns at murdering people in a village. Yeah. A, a fucking K away. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Anyway, disappointing. Hmm. Yeah, I'm just kind of looking on their, um, on the Reddit page at the moment um, to try and figure out what people were kind of upset with, but... <laughs> Yeah, I'm not finding anything at the moment about that that UI noisemaker element. Um, so, I don't know. We'll see. I've only just started looking. Anyway, um, Rainbow Six Siege. I played a little bit of that as well over the weekend with the new operators. Finally got a chance okay. to check them out. Uh, played a, like most of my games as... Uh, is it Legion? The new yep. operator that throws the camouflage mines down on the ground. Um, yeah. Pretty cool. I, awesome, huh? I, uh, what I would like to see from that is uh, a bit more explanation as to kind of like a radius indicator on where it's going to kind of trigger because I was not playing it the way it's supposed to be the first couple of games. Um, I was like treating them sort of as like a... Um, a what like a wide area like proximity mine type thing like putting them in corners and shit like that um you know how when you put you down your mute um devices and it brings that little like radius uh circle around to say all right this is the area of effect you're gonna kind of cover yeah that's what i would like to see from that because yeah i was i was putting them in basically corners and shit like that being like all right this will be fine, right? This will trigger it from if they come through this door, but they didn't. <laughs> so, as it turns out, it's like a very small radius. They yeah, got to like run over the top the of it. Fucking door, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize Absolutely. that. I oh, thought that okay. would. I That's thought that weird. were like traps. <laughs> like you'd you'd set them up and it would fucking shoot a dart at somebody. That's kind of ah. how I figured it would. Well, you're ridiculous. You're ridiculous, mates. Yeah. Um. They, yeah. No. I, I they basically they... need to step on them. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't think they'd work if if they had a large like radius, you know. Hmm. I, I think that'd be silly. Yeah. Anyway, uh, once I figured that out, uh, I had a lot of fun. It's it's pretty cool. He, he also works as like a defensive operator in terms of doing like a small amount of damage, but it's also this operator you can use to gather information about where people are, because once you see one of your traps disappear or even, you know, hear, hear it activate, it gives you a lot of information about where people are. So I think that'd be very handy. And although um, your teammates may not know that it's been triggered, at least you can talk to them and say, like, hey, we've something's been triggered outside this door. There's someone there. Yeah. Um, which is pretty cool. And, yeah. and I, I, I loved playing a game where I, I must have put down, like, six or seven in some I thought were pretty good places. And I got knocked out quite early on and my other teammates who were playing were absolute trash and um they were playing in um 
a very passive manner by just camping in the bomb room the entire time. Yeah. Uh, and all I could hear from their perspective was like people like one after the other getting shot by darts. And I <laughs> thought that was quite amusing. Um, so yeah, I really liked him, liked him as a character, as a like new defensive operator. I think he's a lot of fun. And then I tried a bit of the, uh, I think it's Ying is the one with the flash grenades. Yeah. Um, she's pretty cool. And what was the other one? Um, oh, the, the, the proximity mine. I haven't, haven't tried her yet. No. Is it Ella? I think so. Is, is Ella the oh, is it? one and, and Ying is the proximity mine? Maybe. You could I be think. right. I could be right. Uh, I think I remember it because Ella and has a candela. Ah, yeah, you're right. It's Ella. Yep. Yeah. So right. she's got like the little ball proximity. Sorry, little ball flash grenades that you can kind of either throw or roll. Spectacular. Or put them in like in the wall that it like shoots out the other side and blinds people. Yep. Pretty cool. So yeah, I, awesome. yeah, I played like one or two games with her. She seems pretty fun. Um, but yeah, I haven't tried Ying. So I want to sort of see how she works by putting some of those mines above doors and just in weird spots that really fuck with people. Yep. That seems pretty cool. Um, one thing I'll say is that for some weird reason, I don't know what was going on, I got paired into a European server for some reason. Don't really know what happened there. And I was trying to figure out how I could fix that. I, I thought maybe I'd, uh, I don't know, I'd change some weird setting in my options and... I couldn't really figure out how to force it to go. All right, we're going to the Australian data center of it. That was super strange. So there was another person in my in my team that was like, why is there so much lag? And it wasn't until I hit escape and had a look at the data center that it was like, Europe, you're in Europe at the moment. Odd. So, that is odd. Bit, bit strange on that game. Uh, that was just one, one game in particular. I, I, I left after that and jumped into a normal one. Um, otherwise... Yeah, man, that game's a lot of fun. I, I had to turn my sensitivity down because it, after playing um, PUBG for so long, yep. man, I fucking struggled to do some stuff. My, my sensitivity was so high. I could basically do a 360 in the space that um, I would normally do like a 180 in PUBG. <laughs> so I, I turned it down quite a bit, but I don't know. I feel like I played pretty good still. I, after changing that, I t- took a bit of readjustment to figure out you know how to shoot again but um yeah and and by playing cj i've come to realization i need to change some other things with my PUBG gameplay but i'll I'll talk about that later okay um otherwise yeah it's a lot of fun man i I really dig siege it's i like all the stuff they've been doing with their like card packs and all the customization options they've got in there um i got some cool new hats and gears and some new weapon skins and all this sort of fun stuff. Um, so yeah, I, I appreciate that they give you a visualization of here's the percentage chance that you'll get a drop from it, um, from the game. And that kind of increases every time you play, uh, which I think is a cool way of like, at least showing you what's going on in the background and revealing a bit more to the player, um, as opposed to just random shit that you don't see that you're not really sure could be doing anything. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, definitely recommend people check that out. It's it's really fun. It's cool. You haven't played anymore? Uh, no, but uh, I didn't know we were playing it. I, we know, weren't. I, I was playing it by myself. 
fine. Yeah. Whatever then. You know, that's fine. I think you guys had a five or four stack in PUBG and I was like, oh, okay, uh, I'm going to go play a little bit of uh, some Siege, see what it's all about. So, cool. All right. What else we got? Um, Let me move some of this stuff. What do you want to talk about? You pick someone. <sighs> All right, just quickly, Transport Defender. I'm playing this like right now. It's a. Uh, what do you mean you're playing it right now? While we're talking. Yep, literally while we're talking, Jove. It's an idle game, idle clicking oh, game. Oh no! Oh no! I'm in. I was looking on Steam last night for some. Like, I was. I was itching for a, a new game, um, and I couldn't find anything. I don't want to. I don't want to start Divinity <laughs> Original Sin two because. I know I'm not going to finish it or or play like sink enough time into it. We're at that point of the year where I just I can't do that. So I, I needed something short and just stupid that I could throw in and have a go. Um, and this was one that was on the new release list that was free as well. So that was pretty cool. It is a uh, a, a I think a congregate game or like uh, like an armor games type website game um yep. basically one of those like all those free games that you games. grab yeah like a flash game from um uh one of those like video game websites that are just free that sort of stuff congregate and that yep. sort of thing and they've ported it across to uh steam now so it was released i think early last week or, or late last week something like that and um yeah that's all in there they got achievements and that that sort of shit so it's basically you on a spaceship and you've got a bunch of um, weapons that you can buy on the spaceship. And when you buy weapons on the spaceship, they automatically shoot at attacking spaceships. And the idea is to kill things and get get money. And then you buy more guns and you level up and it keeps going on and on until you get sick of it. It's yeah. a pretty classic idle games formula. Um which I enjoy playing sometimes just because sure. I like fucking around with that sort of thing. You do so, like them. Yeah. I guess the the unique thing that this one does... Um, no, nah, it's not unique at all, actually, because there was another game that I played which sort of did something similar, which was... Uh, I can't remember, but you... Uh, oh, man, I, I'm trying to... can't think of the game. Anyway, Stop playing the game and talk about it. No, no, I'm just looking at my Steam list. When you when you move your controller around, um, the actual like ammunition or the guns kind of aim in that direction and right. it allows you to shoot things. So that's what it does. It's a bit, not, bit more unique. You're not actually just clicking on random shit. You have some control over what you can hit. Otherwise, the weapons that you do buy, most of them do auto attack stuff, but it's that first initial one that lets you... Um, Let's you aim at things on the screen. So, yeah. And the idea of this one is once you reset your progress, you get cargo and use that cargo to buy more upgrades that kind of carry over from game to game and allows you to do more damage. Um, and then you can buy things using your cargo like auto buyers and then you can set up your auto buyers to spend money on new guns and buy upgrades for those guns and it does it all itself. Um, so, yeah, seems pretty simple. I haven't played much of it, but pretty classic idle game that I'll probably stop playing um, the next couple of days <laughs> but yeah I just want to check it out and see what's going on anyway that's called uh, Transport Defender it's on Steam it's free 
if you haven't played an idle game, uh, check that one out or check out Cookie Clicker. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, let's not start talking about Cookie Clicker. Or I'll fucking open it up again. Do you reckon they've updated that recently? Shush. We will yeah. never find out. Yeah. Anyway. What else have we got? Um, what else have we got? Elder Scrolls Legends. Yeah. Uh, I, I stopped playing Hearthstone. Hearthstone, yeah. Okay. And, I, and I've traded out for another card game. I'm okay. still pretty early on in this one. But uh, what I like about it so far is that it's got this, uh, it's got this story mode, this sort of like very, uh, this PVE, you know, mm. player versus AI type deal that is, uh, you know, sort of, yeah, story driven and sort of takes you through all of like, it's a proper tutorial as opposed to, well, when I, when I played the tutorial in Hearthstone, it was uh, essentially, um, here's a bunch of cards. See if you can beat this dude, uh, and then um, or see if, see what you can do to beat this dude. Uh, you'll work it out along the way. Don't worry about it. You'll you'll sort it out. You've got this. I believe in you. Uh, it's not a very noob like the Hearthstone noob experience wasn't very noob friendly when I played it. But um, this, on the on, by contrast, is extremely like if anything, it might be a little too noob friendly. Um, you're, you're like you're playing games the entire time like playing f- what seemed like full fucking games of legends uh, but yeah it's I think I've played like 15 of them so far and I'm still not finished with the tutorial I think um, and I, don't, I actually don't have a problem with it because they're good like each new one it's it's like they've taken the adventure concept from Hearthstone and they've used, they've adapted that into, into a tutorial so uh each new enemy you come up against is different from the last one. They've got different cards and um, there's different rules for how like the board state might be or stuff like that. And so each different, like each new one is a different sort of puzzle that you've got to sort sort of work out. And you can like, if you know how to play card games and like I've played Hearthstone, uh, I played Magic. Uh, so I do. I, I'm not an expert. I'm not great at hard card, card games, but I have the basic understanding. So if you have the basic understanding of how card games work, then you can sort of brute force your way through the easier ones and like the ones with trickier sort of puzzles about them. You you'll need to actually think about it a little bit before you just sort of play the same fucking deck you always do. But uh, yeah, like it's a cool way to sort of ease you into a lot of the. Like it, it does, it has different fucking like ideas to it. It's got this concept of like lanes. You play in lanes, um, and different lanes have different like uh, features about them, depending on like the board state and stuff like that. But also like uh, a thing in the left lane, a creature in the left lane can't attack a creature in the right lane. You know stuff like that. So you've got to think about that when you're placing minions and stuff like that, and that can put you in a tricky, like a couple of tricky situations. But it can also allow you to like really uh, put pressure on your opponent in some interesting ways and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that, that's I don't know. I'm I'm enjoying it so far, but I haven't even begun to try building a deck or anything like that. Uh, so yeah, who's to say if I'll keep up with it post once I finish with the PBE shit? 
Um, so far, though, it's yeah, it's cool enough. It's free. Um, I guess they make their money on you buying card packs and shit. Yeah. Uh, it has a mobile um, version, which is basically the only fucking, literally the only thing I need for a card game to have for me to give it a shot. Uh, Duelist, I was looking at Duelist, but it doesn't have a mobile version. Quaint doesn't have a fucking mobile version. So, yeah, Elder Scrolls Legends it is. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. If you like card games and you want to try something different, have a, have a geese. It's free. And, like, yeah, like I said, it eases you in really nicely uh, with its tutorial and shit. So. Yeah. Makes me wonder if um, is if this is kind of where the idea of the, the Dota card game has come through with, like, the lanes. Lanes and shit, yeah. yeah if, if they kind of look like this a couple of... What's that called again? Ar- Artifact, is it? Yeah, Artifact. Because um, yeah. this has been in Alpha or... or closed beta for a while is it's free is it out now i i don't remember i don't know i don't know if, yeah i think it is out yeah anyway because I, I got invited to the beta or alpha freaking ages ago yeah okay yeah it came out in march <laughs> um, right. so at least at least last year i think i was invited to this thing so it, it, it would have given them time to look at it and be like, oh, all right, yeah, this thing's got lanes. We can do that. Our game's got lanes. We'll just make card game. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Mm. Um, yeah. Cool. Um, speaking about card games, Magic the Gathering. Magic the Gathering. We went to a pre-release, pre-launch event for Ixalan. Yes, Ixalan. Yeah. Um, this is like the I- follow-up to uh, to their uh, Egyptian-themed um Kaladesh? Either Reborn? One of those two? No, Armanket. Armanket, fuck. Was, <laughs> was the last one. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so it's all... it's Well, the theme at, at this event was pirates versus dinosaurs. And uh, I um, I went dinosaurs because, you know... It's I'm better not- than the other option. Yeah, I'm not an idiot. Who would pick a pirate? Honestly. Lots of people pick pirate inexplicably, even though you can be a, like, if you were growing, like when you were growing up, who thought themselves, I want to be a dinosaur and who thought themselves, I want to be a pirate? I guarantee you people want to be, if you ask a little kid, do you want to be a dinosaur? Or do you want to be a pirate? They'd say dinosaur every fucking time. Ridiculous. Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, I happen to get lucky. Like they give you one of these, like these starter decks, and it comes with uh, like guaranteed uh, foil card that's allegedly good, mm-hmm. and uh, enough booster packs to get started. Basically, yeah. Um, you should be able to make like a a, a like twenty three card deck. Out of, out of the how many is it like six I think six booster packs um, you should be able to like you know out of two colors at least um, so yeah I um, I couldn't really I got a shithole deck <laughs> uh, it was garbage like proper garbage uh, I had like people who play a lot of magic and uh, they had a look at my deck and they're like Oh, no, Job, you can make something better than this. Give me a look at your cards. I'm like, they're all stacked right there. And they're like, 
Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. That's probably all you've got. Well, you could do this. And then I'm like, yeah, but then, like, then the, the looking... I had, like, what this one fucking awesome card in black. I made a red-green. Uh, I had this one really awesome card in black. Uh, and um, they're like, you can make this black deck. Uh, like, if you... If you you just you basically it would all rely on you getting this card though i'm like yeah and also like the mana curve i i just i wouldn't live through like if they got anything on the board in the first three turns they just smash me because i wouldn't be able to do anything for the first five like i just didn't have fucking any options basically um so yeah i got this red green thing that doesn't really have anything in particular that's amazing, uh, but it exists. And uh, yeah, I actually didn't didn't have a lot of fun this time, uh, which I guess is the risk with these uh, lucky draw sort of games, right? Like at the end yeah. of the day, if you derive fun from victory, uh, and your victory is essentially a bit of a luck of the draw then you might not have as much fun and that's sort of what happened like i actually enjoy i i think there's a lot of really interesting cards um in like the dinosaur cards and the way they work together is really cool um but yeah it just seemed like people would top deck the perfect counter to whatever the fuck it was i had like and like every single time it would be literally my only option I would be sitting there with two fucking cards in my hand, right? And I'd be like, well, if this if this works, then this is going to be fucking awesome. And I'd play it, and then they'd immediately counter it. I'd be like, cool. And one, was it you that I was playing against, and you stole one of my fucking cards from me? Did I? I think it was you. Um... You literally took it away from me. And then used it to beat my fucking face in. And and I like, think it was, and it was Nate. Oh, maybe. It was like zero. It was fucking two mana or some shit. It was a fucking mind control card for two fucking mana, which is goofy as fuck. And he, got, he, he gets to keep it forever, right? Like, how the fuck does that? How the fuck does that work? Oh, my God. I was so, I'm, I'm, I'm mad at just remembering it. How the fuck does that exist? That is crazy. <laughs> they must, like... There must have been some counter. There must be some counter to it that I don't know enough about fucking magic about to do any like to have known that I could do it, or we were reading the card wrong or something. Because it seemed grossly overpowered. It wasn't like like steal a, a random minion, uh, which is usually the like that's the risk that comes with the uh, low cost might like stealing minions shit in Hearthstone. Yeah. But you can't is... do that in this because can't do what? You can't, can't do random. Yeah, steal exactly. a random. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. No, this was okay. I'm going to take your best fucking card off you and then I'm going to beat your fucking face in with it. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. I guess you'd need like a counter spell or like, uh, an instant that, that stops that card from happening, right? But that's something you need in your hand at that specific moment or yeah, in a specific and, deck. And you need to, like, know that that card exists and be playing, oh, well, he's got two mana, so he obviously can mind control now. 
at whenever the fuck he wants, I guess. So I better be careful. I better play around two mana mind control. That's 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 fucking stupid. That is so fucking ridiculous. Holy shit! You got to play around that. That's ridiculous. I, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't. Know. Anyway. Yeah. Um. So I played. I played a deck, but I. Uh, I think I was red green on mine. Yep. Um. I didn't get a chance to check out the. Obviously, the theme was pirates and dinosaurs. The two uh, colors that I chose, red and green, didn't actually have pirates in them. Yep. Uh, so I went like a full-on dinosaur deck. Yeah, just all dinosaurs because that's what I'm about. Um, but I think I drew a pretty good deck apart from the bit where I built it using the standard 60 card format instead of what we were playing on the day, which was 40. <laughs> so I had to go back through and start removing cards and I got down to 48. And I was like, well, fuck it, this'll do. Like, I don't know what else I can remove without literally going back and starting again. I couldn't be fucked at that point. Because um, what what you I would normally do is, like, pull out all the cards and then arrange them by mana cost and by color and then pick the ones that I want and sort of put the other ones aside. And it'd take me, like, another hour to go through that again and do it all, so... I was just kind of looking through my deck and pulling out ones that I thought, you know, maybe I don't need this. And I got to like down, I got rid of like 12 or something. And I was just, I was done by then. I couldn't be fucked anymore. Um, But yeah, I felt like I had some decent cards in there. Oh, and also every time, like every half an hour, one of the guys would come around and like give you a new new, um, booster pack. And at that stage, I'm like still building my my normal tech and like here here's more fucking red cards to try and fit into here and yeah it just completely screwed me up anyway i thought i thought i did pretty well with what i had um i won i think all my games with them and i think i did pretty well by playing outside of the formats uh (laughs) yep by you know having more cards than that's a disadvantage that is oh yeah totally you're allowed to play more cards you can do that in hearthstone right you can pick a minimum yeah, no. yeah, yeah. You can play no. more than what you're given, right? No. Yes. No. There's no set limit, surely. Yes, there is. All right, well, we played. You can't Magic play wrong. with less than thirty, and you can't play with more than thirty in okay. Hearthstone. Well, you can in Magic, because that's what we do. Anyway, that's what you said. How standard rules, deck baby. is sixty. Yeah. And uh, yeah, when you land on fucking free parking, you get all the money in the center. Yeah, you do. Yeah. All right. Um, there was some new... Me- oh, well, uh, they didn't really have any new mechanics, did they? Um, from what I understand, they all seem pretty, like, stuff that they've already used in the past. Like, there were some new ones on there that... Um, sorry, when I say new, there were mechanics that have been introduced recently, like, in the last couple of decks that we've played or the themes that we've played. Um, they had, like, the raid uh, mechanic, which was about like going through your library and picking up cards um and then kind of revealing that card and then taking it which was yeah i I don't think i have ever used one of those at all i think you maybe had some of them i played someone Uh, that had some of them yeah it wasn't me i didn't have shit 
Oh, it might have been oh, might have been Nate. Anyway, it was, it was one of those things where it was like if you get attacked, then you go through your deck and um, take the top card of it and like put it in your hand. It's kind of like one of those things where it's like, all right, I'm going to just keep taking cards and putting them in my hand. Um, there was like uh, treasure cards as well. I didn't have any of these either, so that was kind of a bit of a bummer, but. Um, did you end up with any treasure cards? No. What do the treasure cards do? They were, um, I believe, artifacts. So, right. It was one of those things where they allowed you to kind of um, choose mana, um, like mana colors for whatever you, I guess, built your deck around. So, if you had two, oh, two colors, yeah, like a black yeah, that, and. That black card that I had, the really good one. I yep. think that was a treasure card. Okay. The one that I didn't use. Yeah. Because the rest of the deck would have fucking sucked. Yeah. Yeah. It just so basically think- allows you to pick more than one color for yep. you know, that specific land. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, one of the cards I did, did have was uh, like an enrage ability. And that meant that whenever my creature was attacked, um, it would have like an effect on it. So something yep. would happen. Um, in my case, I think it was like create tokens, which is usually a standard type of thing where you would um, create like a one-one token or something like that. So yeah, that was um, that was one of the abilities that I saw on there. I had one very good card that was like that. I think that was the one that got stolen off me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't have anything that could stop it. That could it stop good. it. Yep. Yeah. The other one is the explore um, ability. So I think we've had that as as well previously. It's it's yeah. one of those cards where, again, you can kind of go through your deck and pull out a specific um, specific card that's needed and that sort of thing. So yeah, yep, they're the ones that I can remember. I think that was it off the top of my head. So, uh, I don't know, man. I enjoyed it. I had, I had fun again, um, even though, you know, you got your ass beat. Yep. But it's... Um, I, I just don't understand why people pick pirates. It's a bit weird for me. It's a bit strange. It is. It's just... It's too weird. Yep. I agree. Hmm. Yeah. Um, otherwise, the other bit that we got was... Uh, this one is out, I think... The end of this week, the 29th, this deck. Um, if I'm just checking my information correctly, does that sound right to you? I have no idea. You have no idea? Uh, and they're, they're basically doing a bunch of um, like pre-release decks uh, or sets and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, as usual, if you if it's something you want to check out, you can head down to like your local hobbyist store and and kind of... Um, Board game store, ask I around. think, is the... Is the word you're looking for there? What game store? Yeah. Yep. Like, I know there's a bunch of Sydney that do that, and they're pretty yep. friendly that'll help you around. Yeah, um, hotels and shit. I've been in a couple. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're doing, a like, a booster box for this one, so I don't know. I don't think you've ever bought one of these, but I sh- sure as fuck have. Um, the booster boxes are, like, just... Normally, when you go into one of these card shops, they're like, hey, do you want to buy a booster? And you can kind of pick that booster up, and, and it's sort of like the little... Uh, foiled card packs and you open them up and there's like 10 in there but with these actual booster boxes you can 
just buy an entire fucking chunk of these things. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I, <laughs> I, uh, a couple of years back, I bought like two booster boxes and it cost me quite a bit of money. But yeah, that, that's kind of like the, um, the, the format that we've been playing is like open up a bunch of boost, like seven or eight booster packs and then yeah. see which best cards you can make out of them. Yeah. Um, see what deck you can make out of that. Yeah. Actually, I think it's a really good way for me to like to learn uh, how magic works. I mm. think it's been really good in that sense. Um, but yeah, it hasn't really given me any attachment to any of my cards ever. Uh, and yeah, I guess at, you are sort of at the at the whim of the random number generator at the end of the day. You know? Yeah. Um, so this specific box has some special stuff in it as well. Okay. Uh, it's got two foil basic land cards uh, four rares or mythics and two foils of any rarity including one foil burning sun I don't know what that is I guess that's like a specific card but anyway that's what they're doing for this set and uh, I don't know man if pirates and dinosaurs are your thing in magic then check it out totes malotes yeah um all right, should we move on? Uh, Anything yeah. else you want to say about that? <laughs> no. 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 It was, good. It was fun. You, but you won it some games, fun. right? I'm pretty sure you I won. I did f- win some. I won, yes, I was winning a lot. I just, I had. But that, that was just like, yeah, the ways I lost just felt really fucking shitty. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. At least you didn't lose as badly as Nate, all right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he had his deck designed. And I think it was when he was playing you or something. Like, I was kind of helping him. Yeah. And he just kept pulling out these cards where I was like, who'd have... Like, what is going on with your deck? This just doesn't make any sense. Like, all these cards are terrible. And he was like, I don't know, man. Like, Paul made these. Yeah. And then um, I think he must have shown me, like, his leftover cards or something. I was like, are you sure you didn't fuck up and these are the cards you're supposed to be using because some of these cards are alright um, anyway we we forced Paul to play was it you? yeah <laughs> with his deck yeah I think he still won right? no he won oh uh, okay yeah, yeah he won with his terrible deck yeah he won with with the terrible deck but that, that was when like that was the game where they whipped out a fucking two mana mind control yeah, and I think he um, he also tweaked it a little bit when he started going through and realizing what he'd done. Oh, yeah, that, that's who, yeah, right. I remember. Yeah, because he looked at it and was like, these are all terrible. Who? Oh, yeah, I made these. So, anyway, at least you're, like, learning every time you go there, like, how to put together a deck because yeah. I feel like I'm pretty confident in doing that sort of thing now. Yeah, yeah, totally. Apart from the bit where I made too many cards. I was like, yeah, 60 cards. That's what you play with. Don't. Apart from, yeah, apart from the part where you cheated. Uh, where I cheated. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, did you get any, like, rarities at all or anything like that that you know of? No. Uh, I don't think so. No. That black card, whatever the fuck it was, black treasure card or whatever. I think that's it. Yep. Yeah. I think I pulled a, uh, I pulled a Planeswalker, but again, I still, I don't understand how those cards work. Oh, okay. I need like someone to teach me how to how to use the planeswalker cards. 
They, I think they're pretty easy, but I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. Yeah, because they've got those notif- like the little icons on them that say like plus four up, and then yeah, the, like they work in a specific way that I've never used them before. So I just that's why I never put them in my deck because I'm like I don't know what I'm doing, but I'll just not use them then. Someone else can kind of yeah, let's not do it. So I don't know. Anyway, all right, let's move on. What else we got here? What else? Uh, we got? Heat signature. You still playing that? Yep. Yes, I am. I nearly heat bought it. Heat signature. You should buy it. Everyone should buy it. I feel I like it's it. like. Is it a big a big game? It's going to take a while. Yes, yeah. I think. I don't know. It's it's not like super involved though. You you can sort of jump in and play like a couple of rounds, and then duck out. Hmm. Like a couple of missions. But uh, it's very it, as as I as I fucking demonstrated uh, on Friday and then Saturday. Uh, it's also very easy to go in to play it for a couple of rounds and then seven hours have passed. And you're like, oh shit, I got stuff I'm supposed to do today. Um, yeah, so uh, it's a top-down space game. And uh, you are like a mercenary assassin sort of person uh, working for this rebel alliance type dealio. And uh, the story doesn't really matter. Basically, all all it's about is you get in your little ship and you go uh, hijack other ships. And uh, you've got missions that you're supposed to do on these ships as you're flying around in uh, in the sort of overworld. It does this really cool thing where it like zooms in or out based on like how fast you're going. And so you get a bit like you get this real good sense of perspective of the distance that you're traveling. Because if you're really zoomed in, it can feel like you're technically moving pretty slow. But if you zoom all the way out and then you move, you move relative to how far out you're zoomed in and when you zoom back in again, you're traveling super fucking fast, which is cool. That's not the game, though. That's not the game. The game is once you get to the ship that your mission is on, you get to that ship, you uh, dock with it, sort of like your car, your uh, plane, uh, ship, your spaceship has this ability to like dock in the docking ports of like regular spaceships, whether they like it or not. You're like a fucking parasitic fucking tick you're a tick that's what you are uh and yeah you sort of jump into these ships and you've got these missions that you have to complete and uh yeah it's a stealth game i guess in a lot of ways where you're trying to get through these uh spaceships to complete your objective without being seen for as long as possible and yeah it's it's not like perfect i guess like the ai isn't amazing it's pretty exploitable like uh it follows certain patterns and you can wait for those patterns to occur uh it's like you can speed up the passage of time by holding down the f button time will go six times faster and so you can use that to just sort of stand in a corner where you are you're not able to be seen and wait for time to like pass and once time's passed you can like and the pattern kicks in that you're waiting for kicks in you can then engage your 
your plan of action. But the game is really about creating that plan of action and then putting it into effect and then watching it like work. And if it doesn't work, obviously it is then about like trying to fix what you fucked up. And it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. Like the, there's this, there's this element of permadeath to it. Like if your, if your person dies, they're dead forever. But also if they like, if you're on a ship, if you're on a spaceship and uh, the alarm goes off, you get seen or whatever, um, and the alarm goes off and it gets, basically you've got however long the alarm takes to get the fuck off the ship or to stop the alarm. And if you can't do one of those things, uh, your your person will be captured. And uh, I found out today, I hadn't known about this, but I found out today that... Uh, in other people's games, that person will become uh, someone you have to save. Mm. So, for example, like I got a message from uh, a Steam friend, Califrax, today that his first personal mission was that he had to rescue his friend, Omen Fluker. Omen was one of my uh, characters who didn't make it off a ship in time he has spectacular gear i don't know like he like callie hasn't actually rescued omen yet but uh yeah omen had fucking spectacular gear and i'm wondering if callie will then get access to all of omen's gear because when he rescues omen Hmm. he will get omen as a playable character okay which is pretty cool uh so the game, like the character itself, when rescued in this other in this other world by Kali, like transfers across. So I don't, yeah, like I said, I don't know if he gets all the gear uh, or the fucking cash. He was cashed up, uh, <laughs> if I recall correctly. I don't, that's gonna be that's gonna be some shit if he does because yeah, I uh, I was gutted when I lost that dude. Like I was fucking. Like it's it's this game where like you are constantly like seconds away from disaster. You feel like you're like microseconds away from disaster because you manipulate time a lot to get to get a lot of the like harder shit done. A lot of like I noticed when I first started playing it, I'm like this game is way too fucking easy, and then it really ratchets shit up a notch. And there, it's a problem of like messaging. It's a like it's a problem with the game's messaging because you start off with like easy as the lowest difficulty and all your, when you start all your missions are easy and then it bumps up to medium and then it bumps up to hard. And like, I'm doing these hard missions. I'm like, this shit doesn't like, this is probably, this is probably the base level for me. Like it shouldn't be any fucking easier than this. And, uh, then it bumps up again to audacious, and uh, audacious missions are like good luck like the leap from hard to audacious is significant um it's it's, yeah you yeah it is basically good luck uh putting this one together because i bet you can't and then uh it leaps up again to mistake Hmm. and the mistake mission is it's a mistake to take this mission you probably will not complete it it is excessively difficult 
and uh it's got like they've got all these other modifiers like the pacifist clause means you can't uh you're like you are not allowed to hurt anyone uh and hurting people is the number one way for getting through a spaceship basically or bloodless is you're not allowed to kill people uh which isn't that hard because uh you've got a wrench uh, most people start off like most of the characters start off with a wrench. So if you hit someone with a wrench, you knock them out. They're not like that's bloodless. It doesn't like doesn't take into account anything else. Mm. Uh, they're just not allowed to die, right? So if any like if you're if the spaceship you're hijacking happens to get attacked because uh, if it's flying through hostile territory and anyone dies, you fail the mission. Uh, it's not your fault, but yeah, you should have been faster about it. Basically, stuff like that, like. Uh, bloodless there's uh ghost claws where you're not allowed to like you're not allowed to hurt anyone you're also not allowed to be seen and uh it has to be like you were never even on the ship uh except for whatever your objective is um and shit like that like you've got all these extra like layers to the objectives and stuff like that and uh different objectives like it could be like steal this item assassinate this person kidnap this person uh, rescue someone stuff like that you like all these different things that you have to complete uh and each mission is different and the ways that you go about doing them is always different because you've also got this wider way array of uh items at hand like the wrench uh the concussion hammer the concussion hammer is like a wrench except uh you can attack people from further away so uh each weapon sort of has this like uh, attack radius that you like anyone within this radius you press the left uh, left mouse button and you'll attack them and they'll get KO'd as long as they don't have uh, armor modifiers so yeah the concussion hammer makes that radius a lot bigger it's not that useful but it is cool because it also knocks them like basically down like three tiles away and uh, so you can use that to distract other guards like you you turn around a corner and a dude's walking up to you and you just fucking swing into him with the fucking with Molnia and fucking smack him like fucking down a hallway and he skids into the view of some other guards and the guards like intruder alert intruder and they run towards where this dude just fucking got laid the fuck out and you can use that as a distraction to go down the other corridor and sneak past them without having to knock them all the fuck out which is cool um yeah so there's that there's a sword uh there's a long sword uh obviously those those are like the wrench or the hammer but the killy versions of those there's a bunch of guns all guns make sound uh different amounts of sound and that changes uh the way you sort of interact with the game world although it does uh like i almost always i basically never kill anyone and i almost always carry a gun and i always carry a gun because i'm pretty sure it was uh omen but like it could have been someone else uh like i've lost like one of the best characters that i had like fuck tons of money and all the best items like all the best gear like just this dude was fucking kitted right uh i lost this person because I could have escaped if I had a gun because I could have shot out one of the windows and been sucked into the vacuum of space. Hmm. And I'd have to deal with being in the vacuum of space, but 
I wouldn't have been captured. Uh, so I always carry a gun now because at least then if everything goes to shit and I realize I'm not going to make it out, uh, I can just find a fucking window and shoot my way through the window, get sucked out in the vacuum of space and work it out from there. Uh, getting like sucked out into space isn't that bad. You can usually like you can remote control onto your own ship and uh, you can remote it over to you and you pick yourself up. It's a little bit finicky. But once you get good at uh, piloting the ship, it's not that hard. Uh, I use it also when I need to rescue or kidnap someone because they're always like super far away from your ship, where your ship's going to be, and uh, like super far away. And so if you've like stealthed your way all the way through this fucking spaceship and nobody knows you're there the last thing you want to do is then have to stealth your way all the way way back while carrying some motherfucker so instead you find a window shoot it both of you get sucked down into the vacuum of space and then you pilot your ship over the only problem is uh they're not wearing any space gear so you've got like five seconds to make it happen which is a bit of a challenge and you can lose lose like fail a mission that way uh but uh yeah so yeah, you got all these different like uh, I put up a video on my YouTube channel uh, of me doing it was it was the first mistake mission that I ever successfully completed, um, and it was I did it without like I ghosted it, I did it without being seen, without hurting anyone, and I did it by combining a bunch of different items in what I felt was a very interesting way, right? And I I, I don't think it is necessarily like super unique or anything like i think anyone could have probably put it together but that's the fucking beauty of this game is you feel like you are putting the shit together yourself and when you put it like when you do it you feel like a fucking genius and it's awesome and uh yeah like you've you put together these like you've got fucking four seconds you've got four seconds to get into the ship and get out with the fucking stuff Hmm. and do you combine a bunch of items together and you do it by the skinny fucking teeth and you feel fucking like the fucking heist master that's awesome that's that's the appeal of it can you like save scum in it no right yeah so when does it save does it save all the time as far as i can tell because i tried (laughs) because <laughs> okay. when one of my guys that I was really fucking attached to was definitely going to get captured I'm like uh, fuck it fuck it oh they're four too late doesn't matter okay. stuck yeah. yeah fair enough uh yep I guess that's a good thing right it is a good thing yeah yeah yep awesome man yeah maybe I'll check it out you I'll, should um... I love it I love it yeah yep um, the other one is uh, while well, I was talking about space games 3030 Death Ward Redux okay 3030 Death Ward Redux is also a space game also top down also that all that all that stuff uh, you know like yeah it's basically Grand Theft Auto but in space like the original Grand Theft Auto but in space uh, it's got like a bit of comedy to it it's the worst name, by the way, 3030 Death Board Redux. What a dumb name. Um, I saw the screenshots of it on the store. Someone was t- saying, oh, Joby, if you was telling me, if you're hanging out for fucking, um, if you're hanging out for Heat Signature, why don't you check out 3030 Death Board Redux? I'm like, no, that is a dumb fucking name. I will not. Thank you very much. And then uh, they're like, just check it out. Just have a look. And uh, so I looked at the, 
It was my brother. Um, I looked at the screenshots and it looks like a fucking side-scrolling fucking adventure type deal. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Like, yeah. We've we've been brothers literally since you were born. Not since anymore. I was born. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> How could you suggest this to me? Um, but no, it's actually... It's not. It's not that sort of game. It is. The, there's elements of it, and there's this story. That's how it tells its story. And it tells a much more invested story than um, than Heat Signature tries. Heat, Heat, Heat Signature barely tries. Um, yeah, this is. Yeah, I don't know. It's just cool. space Indiana Jones. It looks like um, the main guy. No- yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I think it's it's supposed to be this dapper sort of guy and, you know, he's got, you know, this very, um, yeah, this idea of himself and all this kind of shit and he tries to, tries to make himself out to be that kind of character. But, yeah, he's sort of a goofball and, yeah, it's actually got a pretty good cast of characters and, yeah, you just make your way around this sort of the world. Uh, I haven't even got into a point where I'm doing like combat that I'm actually a part of like at the moment I'm like the where I'm at in the game I'm not even like I'm not firing back at people uh I have a, a defensive laser I think a defensive gun on my ship uh it's like it is it's an offensive it's offensive capabilities but yeah I I only use it to sort of spray at something and then I try to just get the fuck away or get into some area where like guards, space guards can fucking save me. Hmm. Um, I'm still very early in the game. But uh, yeah, it's it's this... You know, like, it's got that sort of... Those old school adventure games sort of sense of humor about it. And then you jump into the spaceship and it's this massive fucking space world where you can go around and like complete space missions yeah it sort of reminds me of elite dangerous except on a 2d platform and with a lot more like character to it yeah uh like there's a lot more to actually actually do and like the there's a reason to do this shit and you feel like you're actually making progress as opposed to an elite where you're just sort of like grinding shit out to get a bigger fucking ship um yeah there's like it it really does feel like space gta to me and that's like it's it's different from heatsig in that way because heatsig feels like uh i guess like uh uh, like top-down version of dishonored in a lot of ways uh because it feels like you've got like all these magic abilities that you're taking advantage of and you're using that to complete all these stealth missions this doesn't feel like that this feels like yeah it's space gta a lot more mm-hmm. uh which is really cool um oh apparently it was originally released in 2007 and this is like a like reworked version of that i had no idea um i'm fucking i'm well okay the redux part makes more sense now <laughs> Yep. Sorry, when was it released? Originally a decade ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's it doesn't it doesn't feel like dated or anything. Like it looks a bit dated, but it doesn't feel dated. It just feels 
don't know. It's responsive and plays good. And yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's worth checking out. Cool. Uh, heat signature first, but yeah, if you get into the mood for more space games, jump on this thing next. Yeah, thirty thirty Death War Redux, fifteen bucks on Steam. Yeah. Or heat signature, which is like fourteen bucks at the moment, right? Yep. And if you get in like in the opening week or so, yeah. there's this special edition ship that's flying around. Uh, and if you rob that ship, then uh, you get access to a weapon that they they like you won't be able to access after the first week or so. And like heat signature. Yeah. If you, if you don't play the game after the first if you don't play the game until after the first week or so you won't ever be able to get that weapon it sounds, sounds like gun. pay to win to me pay to win it is a garbage piece of shit gun except when you go onto a spaceship where everyone is using a sword because mm-hmm. if everyone's using a sword the everything gun vacuums in uh, all items around it it starts shooting them out and if all ever, anyone has is guns when you shoot a gun at someone uh, when like you fire a gun as the ammunition for a gun, uh, it just pings into them and just does nothing. But uh, if you fire a sword into them from a gun, they die very quickly. It's pretty good. Yep. Yep. All right. Rad. Um, all right. Speaking about pay to win, uh, NBA 2K18, been playing more of that. Okay. <laughs> um, a bit of my career played sure. quite a few games on that one bumped up the um uh the quarter i guess limits on that from the default which is i think five minutes up to 12 so i'm playing 12 minute quarters on that one and um yeah having fun i think i'm, I'm like eight wins and like four losses on my team so far which i think is all right considering i'm playing on the lakers um, sure. and uh, yeah the only thing I'll say about that is that it, it definitely feels like they've pulled the uh, the VC like how you accumulate those coins or currency like way down so it seems slower because mm-hmm. um, I've got to the point now where I, I don't really feel like I'm putting many uh coins into like leveling up my attributes and that sort of thing so it's taken me like two or three games to get enough points to put something like just in one slot like all right i'm gonna bump up my speed one point yeah um and i'm doing that like every two or three games because i'm just not earning enough um on the other hand it gives you a lot of points for the badging system and i will like I don't know, man. Get like stacks and stacks of points. So the badges, the way they work is that um, you get to select like an archetype for each um, for your player, and then a secondary archetype, and then those specific archetypes have badges attached to them. And these badges are kind of, kind of like little um, attribute boosts. So you can put like a I don't know a three point corner sharpshooter specialist. So if you're taking uh, three point shots in the corner. It's um this badge if you got them enables you to you know it, it bumps that up a bit more it allows you to, to um hit those a bit easier but you've got to work on those badges you don't get them automatically you got to do drills and um, train hard and that allows you to 
level up these badges. So at the end of each game, I'm like, it gives you like a list of of um, the the amount of points you've kind of accumulated and and which badges you're kind of leveling up. And it gives you a really nice little breakdown of that. And I'm doing pretty well in that sort of stuff. It's it's a huge list. I'm getting all these points into the into the um the badge system, and I'm thinking, yeah, I'm doing all right here. It seems to be there's numbers ticking. They're going up, which is always good. And then it flicks over the next screen and say, like, all right, here's how much VC you want. And that is the, the low point where I'm like, ah, oh, just, I'm not getting anything here. This is all trash. Yep. Um, and so I've just spent an hour or, you know, 40 minutes playing a basketball game and <laughs> not really gotten very far. Mm-hmm. I'm now going to play another one and then I can put a point into something. Yeah. And I, I feel like I've, you know, I'm, I'm at 71 at the moment and I understand that they can't just dish out all these points to you and all of a sudden in your first rookie year you'll be um you know as a complete superstar but yeah i um yeah i don't know man it just feels like a complete grind to me like there used to be a lot of feedback in the past games of being like all right you've gotten this point um now you get to a plus two vc or you've made this defensive block and there's another three points to that and all right now we're going to give you a challenge you need to get i don't know uh don't have two turnovers in the next three minutes or something like that and we'll give you like 200 points like that sort of thing um which was really cool i used to like that sort of stuff and that seems to be all but but gone in this specific mode in particular i've noticed that in my team that stuff still seems to be there and i'm doing I'm having more fun in my team <laughs> than I yeah. am in my career because a lot of those, um, you know, acquiring points and that sort of stuff is still in that mode, strangely. It's just the VC stuff. They really hammered home on wanting you to spend money to buy uh, to buy the VC and level up your character, which um, I, I don't like the direction they've gone. I think they're just starting to cop a lot of flack for it. Last couple of days, I'm seeing a lot of um, hate from mainstream media and that's probably something we can talk about actually um, one site uh, now that I think of it in particular there was uh, the 6 Axis I think it was a post of it uh, a review of NBA 2K18 where they gave the game a 3 in protest of the uh, the VC system being so prominent in the game now um, is that the website name? the 6 Axis? Yes. yeah I I'm at two minds of this part um I don't agree that they should have labeled it as a protest. I think they should have just said this is like the direction the game's taken and we don't agree with it. Um, as opposed to saying like, you know, oh, we're protesting that they put this in there. You know, the rest of the game's still good. We just don't like the system. It's a three. Yeah. Uh, I feel like they should have not said it's a protest. Just be like, look, this isn't this part of it doesn't make the game good. Therefore, it's a three. Um, that, that's yep. just my feelings on that. And then they that's got- how reviews work, Luke. So yeah. yes, you are correct. Yeah, yeah. Instead, they got contacted by Two K, who were not happy with their review. I think there was some factual mistakes, maybe in there, um, which they were looking at addressing. And um, in the meantime, they started copying a lot of flack from, I guess both sides right so not only people that were agreeing with them but also disagreeing with them um 
And then all of a sudden they put the review back up, which is a bit strange after not making any changes to it. So how did you feel about that? Did you sort of follow what was going on with it? Yeah, I followed. Fuck that site. (laughs) Fuck them. Holy shit. I was so mad. So mad about all of that shit because it just it's just fuel on the fire of every motherfucker who's ever wanted to say that reviewers are influenced. Like just fucking sack the fuck up and stand by your goddamn review. Oh, you know, I th- I was oh the, my cloud I was editing in the cloud and it didn't save. Oh, oops, oh, I thought I took it out. Um, you didn't. And how dare you? How dare you take a fucking score down? Holy fuck. Hmm. How dare you take a score down at the behest of a fucking publisher? Like, that is... Do they not understand that they work, that they operate for readers? Like, they don't work for publishers. Like, how the fuck do they fuck that up? That is so upsetting to me. And it's, yeah... Every motherfucker, like, it was it was talked about on Reddit, and every motherfucker is like, uh, not every mother, but every every person who is a motherfucker, I mean, uh, is like, oh, yeah, this is it. You just can't trust game reviews, you know? You can't trust game reviewers either, you know? If they work for any big site, you can't trust them. And I'm like, that is fucking bullshit. Like, every, and they're like, you know, oh, you, my fucking, my Doom review got brought up. Oh, yeah, like fucking IGN said this about NBA, but Doom only got a 7.1. Yeah, I didn't review NBA fucking an IGN. I would have fucking slammed it because I have been loathing my experience with it. It would have gotten fucking less than a Doom just based on the fucking unskippable cutscenes alone. How the fuck, dude, how how do unskippable cutscenes still exist? Holy shit. Oh my god! Why do they still exist? Fuck's sake! They drive me bananas. But yeah, everything about that fucking everything about my player is awful, except for the actual playing of basketball, which I calculate to be about forty percent of my player. Um, yeah. So I would, I would, I would have gone way lower than I don't know. I wouldn't go a three because I don't do protest votes, but. Uh, and you know that's not how review systems are supposed to work but uh that was my main grab with it was like them saying it was a protest yeah as opposed to stating like hey here's our opinion yeah we don't like this the way they're going with this we don't like it so it's a six (laughs) um yeah not like or uh, even just saying like we don't like it it's a three (laughs) yeah but like a three is pretty fucking harsh like a three is like Hitman got a three, Hitman Absolution got a three because it was pretty garbage for a Hitman game, and it was actively broken. Hmm. Like for me, like he, I don't know. It just to me, it smacks of a, a site that never really took their scores seriously, and that's part of the problem with scores. Is you know any motherfucking whack a number on the end, and people don't really think about it a lot, a lot of the time. But anyway, yeah. So my Doom review got fucking brought up, and people were like, "Oh yeah." You can't read reviews on a site like IGN because it feels like they never really go into any detail anyway. They're just, they're just pissing on until they get to... Motherfucker, my Doom review is the longest fucking review 
on in IGN's history. Oh, sorry, it was until my Call of Duty review came out, you motherfuckers. <laughs> like, you can read the reviews. Some people do put effort in, you fucks. God damn it. Yeah. So anyway, the six axes caused me a lot of fucking... A lot of annoyance. Just as a fucking person who takes game reviews very fucking seriously. Because it's clear that they don't. And I'm, oh my god, they shouldn't be allowed to fucking review games. I hope I hope they're off Metacritic and OpenCritic and fucking everywhere. I hope they're just excised as a result of this. Because they have done irreparable harm. Yeah. Fuck them. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so, yeah... Uh, played some my career and I also checked out my team um, which I'm having a lot more fun with that that is the the game where you open up uh, virtual card packs and you're given players um, from the NBA and um, and you pick like you get coaches and basketball uniforms um, just like a bunch of random shit like uh, playbooks that sort of stuff as well and then you start forming a team and putting a team together, yeah. um, picking lineups, starting five. You pick uh, backups um, fr- from your roster, and then you go and do challenges or play against other the um, like the other NBA teams um, in a domination mode, or there are like uh, uh, online events that you can go and do as well. So there's like this whole thing that you can kind of jump into with my team and there's there's just a bunch of different ways you can kind of approach it and then from there every time you play a game you get my team points or, or VC as well um, and the my team points allow you to, to, to buy more card packs which again contain more players or items and all that sort of stuff and you just keep on building and building as you go um, and a lot of the, the player cards have like rarities on them as well so you can pick up there are like different versions of uh, say for instance I don't know Kevin Durant there could be like um, like Diamond Kevin Durant who comes up at some stage and he is better than like the normal one but he may only have a certain amount of contract uses on him so you can only play him like I don't know three games before you need to put another contract level on him and, and sort of get back in and use him so they try to limit um, sort of the amount of cards that you can put out there and use by having like a, a salary cap system right so you can't just have like four diamond players in the whole roster and off you go see you later just yeah. go and stomp everybody you gotta kind of work it out and play around with what you've got and sort of make the best lineup that you can um, but yeah I, I picked some I think I picked some cool cards uh, that I was given off the bat I got like um, my team at the moment is like uh, Damian Lillard um who else is in there? Mason Plumley is in there. Um, Giannis uh, Antetokounmpo. Well, what's his name? A to Z. Yeah, yeah Antetokounmpo, something like that. Sure. Antetokounmpo. Um, That's a pretty good get. Yeah, he was pretty good. Um, he's really good, actually. He just fucking blows by everybody that tries to mark him, which is super handy. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know, man. There was like a bunch of them. It was some, some decent cards. I feel like I picked up, um, which is, which is pretty cool. And, uh, I, I got like, uh, who's my coach? My coach is, he's coached Brooklyn and, um, 
a shooter, really good. Jason shooter. Kidd. Jason Kidd is my coach, so I thought that was a pretty good pickup. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been fun, man. I'm enjoying that a lot more than the other one. So <laughs> than the micro at the moment, just kind of getting a team together and and oh, Derek Rose was my other point guard, which okay. was kind of weird. Yeah, I had Derek Rose <laughs> and Damien Lillard. Dame Lillard. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, I guess can't all be good. Um, yeah, because he's not rated that good in this game, um, uh, with good reason. Yeah, no, he did all right last season. He had, like averaging like twenty points a game, like four. He or five was averaging six. like you know four or five minutes sitting on the bench in his suits. Every game, if you average it out over the entire course of his shit-ass fucking career of being injured all the fucking time. Yeah. 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 So, with, like, Damian Lillard, I found that he's really good at uh, penetrating the paint and doing layups and that sort of thing. Yep. Even though, like, he can get past um, into that area, it seemed like he wasn't getting blocked a lot. So, that was quite helpful. With And with Giannis, it was... Um, You'd have like a, a forward or a, you know, a center guarding him and he'd just fucking basically push them out of the way and just keep going uh, and just dunk over the top of whoever's at the rim. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, and then uh, the only thing that I don't like about that is that the, again, the, um, the card packs seem quite expensive. They're about 3,500 credits per card pack. And you only get one player out of them. Um, right. But the alternative to that is you can do challenges and weekly challenge challenges that if you get to a certain point in those challenges, they start dishing you up card packs, which is which is pretty cool. Um, the alternative to that, again, is the single player, um, well, not the single player mode, but the domination mode where you play through every uh, basketball team. There's like 30 of them. And depending on what star rating you get, you get card packs out of that again. So if you play the, for instance, the um, I think the Brooklyn Nets are the lowest team ranked in the game. Anyway, they're the first one I played. If sure. you get, it's, it's rated out of three stars. For every star, you get a specific um, card pack. And if you get three stars, then you get like the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets pack. And it's got a player from that Um franchise in there and it's worth a certain amount of rating um yeah so you you pull one of them out and off you go with that so that kind of allows you to also get cards it's not just like grinding individual games or anything so yeah man i I really enjoy that game mode it's um it's a lot of fun to kind of see what you can kind of get put together and work with oh it's good that there's fun in it yeah and there's no storyline any that shit it's just playing basketball right (laughs) Which is yeah. what I enjoy doing. Yep. Um, and I feel like I'm earning points in that game. Like it's it's every time I get a block, it comes up and says, you've got a fucking, you just got four points for blocking someone. Or, hey, you just stole the ball. You went on a fast break and didn't assist. And then that person got it. All right. Mm-hmm. And then you see the numbers going up. Like that one individual play could get you like 40, 40 45 points. Um, and it feels like you're accomplishing something as opposed to playing through an entire my career game and then being like, man, that just felt like I got 500 points for a win and then 150 points for being there or, yeah. or you know, that sort of thing. Um, or even not getting a win because you got benched for the half the game because yeah. the 
even though you were up by 15 points, you got benched and they came back and stomped your team when you weren't on the court. So just like the random element of that happening um, through the simulation is a bit annoying. So, yeah, I, I tried a bit of my GM as well, um, but I don't really have enough playtime to talk about that. But I, yeah. I've heard that's really good. Um, yeah, I don't know either. So. Yeah, you can also go into that game and um, you don't necessarily just have to simulate the games. You can go in and play as the players as well. Right. So I guess you can, um, if you're good at the game, you can sort of take over and, and win that way as opposed to just simulating and hoping that the Los Angeles Lakers win um, a game or not. Yeah. Anyway, have you played any more? No. No, you gave up? Yeah, I might check out my team. Yeah, you should play my team. So you get yeah. pick your um, Cavs and yep. find out what Cavs card you get. Yeah, I can't remember who I got out of mine because it, it makes. I'll get D Rose for sure. Yeah, probably D Rose and an injured IT. Yeah, that'll be everything for me. Yep. No, um, no, Tristan Thompson. That's what I get for sure, and he'll be eighty million dollars. Hmm. Yep. Because, um, yeah, it makes you pick a team, and I think it gives you a card out of that team. I just can't remember who I got out of mine. It couldn't have been anyone notable from that team because I can't even remember who it was. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, also played some Destiny 2. bit more of that. Right. Not, not too much. Sure. Um, I... I still think the biggest problem with that game is like the 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 way it dishes out the light level. Uh, yep. I, I'm at the stage now where I think it, I'm at like 270 or about that. Yeah. And I went and did the because um, obviously last week the they do the weekly reset and, and it comes up and says, "All right, here's all your new challenges or here's all the tasks you can do." And we're at the point now we can only really do powerful gear missions. Um, and you do them by doing the night strikes or the the little challenges it gives you each week, and so I did I did those handful of powerful gear missions that it told me to, and that was pretty much all I could do because I need three people to do the night raids with, and no one else is playing. So, sure, yeah, all the other missions within the actual game that it wants me to do, there's no point because I'm high too high a level. I'm not going to get anything out of it. Um, yep. so I think that's the for me the biggest issue that I've had with the game is that there's all this content but the way they kind of feed it to you doesn't align with your level cap um, so I, I got to the point where I'm at now and I've still got all these missions and and quests and adventures and all that other stuff that the game has to offer but I'm 150, 160 levels too high for it even though I haven't done it. So I think they did a really bad job of, of um, sort of balancing that part out and they could have done a much better, um, you know, I don't know, streamlining it a bit more and making it actually useful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got to 270 something. Hmm. Five, I think. Uh, just by doing PvP. Yeah, and I wasn't having fun. Yeah. Well, I, I just wanted to play single player. Um, yeah, just run around and do shit. Oh, well, all all of my milestones were like 
play PvP for powerful gear. And there was another one that was PvP related for powerful gear. I'm like, well, I guess I'm doing PvP. Fuck it. Hmm. Um, and I had to, I was sitting on the, I was sitting on phone, on the phone again for a bunch of time. So I'm like, fuck it, I'll do it while I'm on the phone. And yeah, grinded it out. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I was doing some testing for an article I wrote as well, but, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't, I'm probably not going to play that game again. I think I'm probably yeah. done with it. I'd say unless like if someone says, Oh, 275 is good enough for the raid. I'll take you through it. I've heard nobody say that, which is fucking weird. Right. Cause the cap is supposed to be 260 and everybody I've spoken to is like, yeah, you're too low. Yeah. So well, what's the point of having it that fucking, I, uh, ha- I've spent far, I've, I spent too long to get to 275. I'm not getting to 280. I'm not doing whatever the fuck it is I need to do to get to 280. So yeah, like that's where I stay. So if I can go through the raid at 275, then I'll do the raid. Otherwise I'm not doing the raid. Hmm. Yeah, and I was reading something about some of the guys that are like way higher level than us, and it took them like six hours to do it the first run through. And I was like, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. That's. That but the flip side is they probably got no chicken dinners. We've got lots of chicken dinners. Oh so, my God. You know, that's. I'm just. I'm putting that out there. This is true. What I'll say, though, is that um, I have not had a lot of squad chicken dinners. In the last, like, two weeks. Yeah. Like, flat out, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Um, sorry, just to add on to that, the last game I did play, I got a squad chicken dinner. But before that, <laughs> yeah. it had been about two weeks. Been a drought, huh? Or about 12 days. I think when I checked yesterday. Um, yeah, I'm just looking now. 12 days, I had a chicken dinner. In squads, and then from then on, just fucking nothing. Up until oh. last night. Which is very disappointing. But I'm at, like, a very high rating. Um, we're getting a lot of top tens, a lot of good finishes. A lot just, of top tens. Just yeah. no squad chicken dinners. I don't know what, what the fuck's going on. I can't do it. I got a, a stack of um, duos. I got tons yep. of duo wins. I was counting the other day. I think I mentioned this last week. I'm on like 75 cent win rate on duos in um, uh, in Australia on just my normal duo account. And right. then on my first person duos, I've also got a bunch in there. And it works out to be uh, in out of 16 ma- 15 matches, I've got six six wins in duos. So Jesus it's, Christ. It's not too bad. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm doing fine in duos, just squads. I don't know what's going on. Yep. Um, you carried me in a duo. I did. Like in something a, hard. In my f- first ever first person <laughs> duo win. Yeah, I my was there for moral support. Win. You were. <laughs> you died almost immediately. Um, After I got one kill. No. I helped with one kill? You helped with a kill. Yeah. <laughs> you did. yeah, you finished the guy off, I think. Um, but yeah, yeah. we landed uh, in um in Yaz. Yes, Neapoliana. Yeah, and um yeah, we landed there. We went to uh these houses that we call the Drew houses because Drew loves to go there. Um, so we call them Drew houses because everyone's got their own callouts. And uh, yeah, 
We were going through there. Oh, I was I was going through there, and you were sort of separated a little bit. You were a bit further north in the houses north of there. Yeah, I was sort of just watching because we knew that the there was a duo that landed with us. Yeah. Um, and I knew where they landed, so I was just kind of watching them to see if they would come. Yeah. And uh, you pushed them. Yeah. Um, and I came in on the rear, uh, wrapping around to the east of them. Because uh, I wasn't, I, I I was running in, not sure if like I thought there was only one. Because I was pretty certain that one of them had actually landed at the North. jig source. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, to the south actually, and uh, so we had one to the north and one way further south. So I thought there was only one, and but I was That's being a bit, bit cautious uh, coming in. Didn't want to risk it in case there was the actual the two of them, and so uh, yeah, we we went in. Uh, and you, I think you spotted first, and you hammered into one of them immediately. Uh, but he managed to slip away, and I snuck around. Um, he was like, he, I think he started hiding in a house, right? Yeah, he was in a house. And uh, yeah, you hammered into him, and we realized the other guy was up here, like real close to him. And so I, uh, I busted in up the up the stairs on him. Uh, in this house and uh, and killed him and you went outside to go do something about the other guy and uh, I was trying to work out where the fuck he was like I think the other guy was like pinging grenades in yeah he was throwing grenades in and you yeah. were like he's on the east side of the building yeah so I went out the west side and then was gonna wrap around <laughs> yeah 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 okay that's yeah so you were gonna wrap around and he must have like pushed through uh onto you no he didn't push onto me didn't he so he went into your house and i started shooting at him from behind him uh i had like covering over a wall and uh i accidentally had my gun on burst fire because from the other guy we were gonna go and he was in a house so like right i'd have it on burst fire and so I hit the trigger and it just fucking, as he's walking into the house, it just completely goes nowhere, this shot. Uh, and he runs inside the house and then runs back out towards me. And I'm just like, oh, fuck, he's covered. And I start spraying and just nothing is hitting him with this burst fire. And <laughs> he deserved that kill because I was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Well, you more less he deserved the kill and more you just deserve to die on it. Yeah. Uh, I only had a micro easy, but uh, it didn't matter. I think it that's worked. what he had as well. Nah, pretty sure he had a fucking assault rifle, didn't he? No, nah, it wasn't. It was like a... Okay. It was either a micro easy or your MP. Right. Well, uh, yeah, I uh, I was, uh, I don't know, fucking nanoseconds from actually saving your ass as, as well as getting the kill on him. Hmm. Uh, and yeah, so I, I looted and uh, the circle was like way down at Milter. And so yeah. I basically, like, as I was leaving, I was, I was, I had to run all, all the way over to the other side of Milton. Oh, sorry, Yaz, to get a vehicle and drive on into into Milton. And I felt, I felt good about how I played Milton. To be honest, uh, I got very fucking lucky. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we went to the garage uh, just north of the warehouse in Milton, which is on the western side of Milton. I uh, went into the garage and uh, I cleared it out. It was fine. Like nobody in there. And uh, I'm sort of like lurking in this building. I put down like a, f- I sit 
in front of the door trying to get the perfect placement for this first aid bait that I'm trying to set up. And then uh, I walk away. I was watching the video back like later uh, as I do with, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of my games. I'll watch the tape back. And um, yeah, I was, I was watching it back. And when I'm setting this fucking first aid up, I'm looking around and it's hard because it's in first person. Hmm. But I'm looking around and I didn't see it. Uh, but there is this dude... <laughs> staring at me from another fucking window just staring at me uh with his gun pointed at me just staring and then like i plop the fucking first aid down and then i fucking fuck about for another like minute and a half before i decide to crack out my m4 with a four by on it and have a look around and i look out and he's still standing at that same window like two minutes later and he was like legit waiting for me to come back for sure because he popped off um, as soon as I ducked out that time. Uh, I managed to hit him before he hit me though. Uh, so he wasn't like, he wasn't bringing his A game. Uh, he was bringing a bit of a slow game, but that didn't matter. Uh, you know, we all have our good games and our bad games. Um, I, I hammered into him. He nearly got me. He didn't actually hit me. Hmm. Uh, once and then uh, he moved over I could hear two sets of footprints um, so him and a fr- his friend moved over and uh, decided that they were going to assault my garage uh, I'm sort of s- sitting at the top level of this garage uh, the garage is uh, just to clarify a garage is, is one of those buildings with like a balcony on the second level that you can go out onto it's got these big picture windows and uh that door at the top of the stairs um and it's got that room opposite the stairs or like diagonally opposite the stairs that you can go through and uh when i'm being assaulted in that building i like to hide in that room because you can duck back behind the wall and you can like otherwise i think all of the peaker's advantage goes to the person attacking if you're stuck inside the room Mm -hmm. because they can duck in and out so what i'll do is i'll shoot a hole in the bottom of the door so i can see their legs when they walk past it and then i just empty into the fucking top of the door um didn't didn't like 1000 percent work out um i didn't get the kill on him but i did i then they removed the crouch jump but i've been like practicing a lot on pressing space and C at the same time. So I crouch jump my way out of the fucking window legitimately without the, the crouch jump bind, yep. uh, jumped out the window and ran up the fucking stairs and murdered him. Uh, went outside. His friend had already been killed. We actually, I think we called that that was occurring as it was occurring. Um, and yeah, uh, so I'm running around and then the circle is just about to end. And I'm like, okay, fuck it i'm gonna go i run down to open the door to get out and go to my vehicle and i like sort of hear like a a footstep to my left or something like fucking 15 minutes to my left or some shit like what was that and i turn around and just fucking like this epic spray and i just like fucking start strafing to my left as fast as i can and these bullets like just fucking shatter 
everything beside me as I strafe left. And this dude just fucking unleashes an entire extended clip of Vector Mag into the wall just millimeters yeah. to my right. And uh, I nothing. fucking... It's nothing. I hoof it back up fucking stairs, uh, and I start like we start trading in. I start shooting down on him. He hits me a couple of times. I bandage up. Uh, we hear a vehicle coming in. The circle's still coming in. These guys jump out of the vehicle, and I like ping some shots at them. And all and I said it to you like at the time. I'm like, I'm just hoping they're looking in this direction now because <laughs> yeah. this guy is on the ground. He's on the other side of the wall. <laughs> he's on the like their side of the wall from me. Like yeah. he's trying to. He's using their side of the wall as cover from me and lo and behold <laughs> yeah like seconds later shooting. yeah they start they start shooting at one another which was fucking perfection uh i i don't even stay around i could have stayed around to see what happened but no i get the fuck out i go over jump in a fucking jump in my yards and drive over to um a house that i designated as what i thought would probably be the center it wasn't it was close but uh yeah, it's it's a good little two story house. It's one of those ones with bars on the windows, though, which is a bit of a pain. But uh, yeah, no biggie. Uh, managed to managed to get a really really good kill. I had a silencer on my M4, hmm. and this dude had zero idea where he was being shot from. So I hit him a couple of times. He gets in a car and drives away about a hundred meters, and. Uh, gets out of the car and then takes cover and he's still in my view. <laughs> yeah. So I finished him off. Uh, that was pretty amazing. That was pretty good. Uh, I think I was up to like four kills by then. I got another four kills before that game ended because so from there, the next circle uh, was, it basically centered in a, uh, on this like little shit cunt shack in the middle of nothing, basically. It's like next to a road. Yeah. Like next to a road, uh, like garbage, grass all around. This is uh, west, west, west of uh, Milta, like that little area, like just past the farm. Yeah, just past, just f- past the farm, um, and yeah, just next to the road, the main road out of Milta, heading west. And yeah, I, I just balled out in this in my yaz just as the fucking circle was closing in. I ate a bit of like chip damage shit from the circle just trying to get out, but it didn't matter. Drove up to this shit cunt shack, busted in, nobody's in there. And uh, yeah, I think there was like 10 people left at this point. Yep. And uh, yeah, I'm just sitting in this, in this shit cunt shack, like waiting for people to come. And they came to me very helpfully. Uh, two of them ran up, tried the assault. It didn't work out for them. Uh, I, I, I umped them both to death if i recall correctly didn't even crack out the m4 just up up from the fucking hip baby don't don't even fucking worry about it um so yeah i killed them both healed back up again in my shit cunt shack and then um there were like you know a couple more firefights that i wasn't involved with uh but yeah then there were four people left and we worked out by elimination that it must be two and one and me and uh, the two took out the one, but then I knew where they were. And uh, you were calling out that one of them was running down. So I've like ducked out and around because uh, I didn't want them. Basically, I'm, 
You don't, get, like, you don't get trapped in there. Yeah, there's there's this point where the Shikun Shack is more useful as an idea for them to ping shit at as opposed to like something you actually want to be in for cover. And especially, see, I knew they were both to the north, right? They were both to the north of the Shikun Shack. So, and the circle was really close to the side of the, the shack itself, to the western side of the shack. So they couldn't really like get out and around the side of it without me being able to like see them do it. So their only real like choice was to sort of assault it head on anyway. So being inside the shack wouldn't have made much of a difference compared to being outside of it. So I ducked outside and knocked down one and I got the other guy uh, like he he played it really well because he was pinging me i was picking him but basically at the end of the day um i think he had his mate i I couldn't finish his mate off and his mate was giving him information like really good information do you do you like what happens to your viewpoint when you're downed in first person um i think it's third person yeah, because it felt like it felt like he was giving out, like giving away information. He, he was, was trying to, to crawl. Yeah, yeah, crawl and like tell his his friend where I was so that the friend didn't know where to look and stuff. And I couldn't fucking get an angle to kill him because he kept ducking away as soon as I duck out to finish him off. So I felt like he had third person, but I don't know. Maybe he was just like good at anticipating. Um, so yeah, I was like I. I was just being outgamed by these two dudes until like I had the circle on my side. So I realized all I really had to do was stall him out up near this tree that he was hiding behind long enough for him to have literally no choice but to run. So I just kept ducking out for no, like no shot at all. I duck out, not take a shot and wait and hear the like three shots hit against the wall. And then I duck out again and like ping a couple into the tree and it didn't matter that he like it was literally suppression, right? It was li- the whole focus was keeping him behind cover, and it worked perfectly. Because eventually, yeah, the circle was coming in, and he had no choice but to run down. And he must have taken a shitload of chip damage from the circle already, uh, but he took like one shot from the fucking from my M4 when he finally made the run, because uh, he waited as long as he could. And uh, yeah, bingo, bango. Chicken dinner, baby. It's mm. good. It's good. Fuck it. Yeah. And we got a, we got another good. I don't know. We got another good one. Um, we got in the one that choice. was north of Stalba. No, this is in squads. Remember the squad win in Stalba? Stalba. Yeah. No. Nope. North of the mountain. Remember we went down the fucking. Oh yeah, yeah, we did too. That was a really good one. I felt really good about that one. We played that one fucking really well. Why did that not show up in my feed? I don't know. I don't know. Stats hall. You're too much of a stats hall. I am too much of a stats hall. Um, yeah, that yeah. was that was a good one. We played that one fucking perfectly. We played that like experts and mm. shit. Um, I got only that three of us, though, right? No, we had a fourth, didn't we? Did- we had. Wasn't it Jai? Oh me. I thought it. Was- I thought it was just me. You drew. No, I'm sure we had a fourth. It might have been Jai or Baz. Um, and yeah, the, the, but like in the end, it was only the three of us. Like we, we only had three left by the end of it. Um, no, it was Clebo. Okay. Uh, Cleb was our fourth. And um, yeah, the end of that one was fucking 
crazy hectic because uh, this dude had perfect cover and he was in the circle and we basically had to assault the circle. But there was three of us. So he was in a really like rough spot. Drew pushed up really far, really fast. I think he was going like aiming to get behind the tree that this dude was already behind. And uh, like, because it was actually really good cover. This like the dude had fucking nailed his pick. Um, but yeah, he starts like peeking me. And I'm standing in the middle of a field halfway up a fucking hill. Like, just, I'm I'm done. Like, I am just done. I've got no fucking hope. And I'm like, oh, oh fuck. Here we go. This is, how, this is how we lose the 3v1. <laughs> this is how we fuck it. <laughs> uh, and I managed to fucking dink him in the fucking brain. <laughs> he peeks out and I'm like, Boop, done. Chicken dinner, baby. I felt good about that one. That was the only kill I got all game to. In that game, I mean. But yeah, I wasn't. I didn't even want to go to Stalba. Remember, we didn't. I didn't want to go to Stalba because we'd been to Stalba in a game before with Baz instead of Cleb, hmm. and Baz drove our car off a cliff into a tree, <laughs> and we all died <laughs> while we were in the blue. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yes, we all died. Hmm. It was it was pretty comical, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we did all die, so that was that was unfortunate. Yeah, all right. So yeah, we did do a squad win. It yeah, we did sharpen there my you. stats for some reason. Well, there you go. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway, yes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've been having a lot of fun with it. Yeah, we had that game last night where I murdered an entire squad. That was good with a shotgun. Um, we laid it in Yaz. Oh, yeah. And we're about to leave and a fucking squad shows up and just starts shooting at everybody. And we've got no gear. Yeah, we've we've got nothing. We all showed up at the same fucking car hole because we'd all been pinned down by this one dude who was just a mad gun with the Mac-10, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we were, yeah, Yeah. in a lot of trouble. We were occupied taking another squad (laughs) Yeah, we ran over with, like, nothing. Uh, ran over to this fucking car hole in Yasnaya on the western side, and uh, we tried to jump in. I get the car, but uh, Drew gets shot trying to get into the car with me. Uh, I just piss off. I leave his corpse behind. And, um, yeah, you come over to jump in next, and one of them's already fucking on the western outskirts of fucking town. Oh my god! Yeah. So he kills me. So uh, so going back to you getting in the car, yeah. Um, somebody pointed out that someone was looping around the back towards the back of the garage, and that's where I was standing. <laughs> <laughs> so this dude just jumps over the fucking wall, and I start laying him. So I knock him out and kill him, and that's when I you take off in the car and go around the corner, and I'm yep. like I'm running back around the other side to meet you, um, like in the field. But there's, like, already a guy in the field behind, like, a hay bale or something. I don't know where yeah, he came from. He was hiding behind a hay bale. Cheeky yeah. bastard. Cheeky bastard. So, you killed you squad wipes with a shotgun, and it was spectacular. And you had no health at all. Literally no health. And I could taste something amazing was about to happen. <laughs> because you picked up every single bit of fucking health gear on anyone's body, and you managed to heal your way back. Uh, so we were like this. There were like seventy-two people still alive at this yeah. point. 
And the circle, we were in Yaz, and the yeah. circle, the first circle was military base. Like, s- properly centered over a fucking military base. Yeah, after we've just attacked two squads. Yeah. So we've wiped two squads out. Oh. And, uh, yeah, you managed to, what, what did we come? We came, like, 10th or something? Something ridiculous. Because you literally just healed through all of this blue shit, and you, like, went from car to car... Uh, just like finding enough like distance to get back into the fucking blue, you cruised over a f- the Western Bridge, and it was littered with bodies, bodies and burnt out cars and just trash. Like this fucking, there had been a war on this bridge, yeah. and you come in in the aftermath, yeah. and because uh, at that point, right? Because the the guys that we the second squad we killed, they were in Yaz actually looting. Yep. Whereas us and the other guys that we were shooting at uh, hadn't got anything. So I think I had like seven first aid kits and, you know, eight or nine boosters. So I knew that I could outlast that circle. And the only way I was going to do that was by waiting until the blue was past the bridge so that I could actually get past the bridge without getting shot at. And yep. I had enough heals to do it. So I knew I'd be fine at that part. Yep. Yeah, it worked. It was amazing. Uh, you, just, you, you just got a bit boned. He drove his <laughs> buggy into basically the house at the center of the circle and uh, came into a sliding stop and he found that he had blocked the only door into the house with mm. the buggy itself. Yep. And you died trying to move the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought about going around the other side, but I could hear shooting above me. Yeah. And to the um <laughs> to the south. So I was like, well, if I run that way, I'll probably get shot. And there's definitely gonna be people here I need to be really quick. Oh um, my god. Yeah. Oh shit happens. Shit happens. It was hilarious though. So Yeah. Yeah, I played another game um, with squad with the three of us. I think it's me, Baz, and Jai. And I, um, we were trying to go to Georgia Pole, yeah. and um, it was pretty, you know, uh, brave of us to try and do that from where the plane was. Yeah. We, we we weren't gonna. Oh, I didn't think we were gonna make it. Um, Jai actually made it all the way over there, but I I went to um, some of the houses that were kind of north east of like the big mountain um there's a there's a couple there and then jai was basically in georgia Pole crates and then baz is kind of like northwest of the mountain <laughs> so we we're pretty split up to start with i ended up looting some houses found a buggy went over the crates got some more stuff from there um Meanwhile, Baz is looting his area, and we've all got our own cars. We, we end up driving all the way into um, Gatka, the the one with the... There's like six or seven houses in Gatka, Maine. Um, we loot that part, then start heading uh, back out to the west yep. and do a couple of like smaller double-story houses over there. Um, but then the circle starts coming back into like where we were in Gatka. So... We go back to the main part of Gatka and um, I, I'm like, let's just set up fucking shop here. And as we're setting up, a bunch of cars start rolling in. Like, this is where, this is the point of the game where everyone starts getting into position. Yeah. And there's like two houses just um, 
like southwest of that main Gatka part, like two single story ones and like a shed. And there's a bunch of crates and that sort of thing near it. Yeah. Um, this other squad pulls up to that part and sorts, sorts to like bunker down into that area. And we're like pinging shots at them from, from where we are. Cause we've all got scopes and, um, like pretty decent guns at this point. And yep. we're knocking people out and they're reviving all the time, but we just can't because they're inside of a house. We just can't kill anybody. We're just knocking them out all the time. Can't get the finish. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, cause we, we'd shoot them through a window. They'd fall down and you can't do anything at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it was. I think it was actually got to kill them twelve times, right? Like, yeah. Get, well, after the third knockout, they tick so fucking fast that yeah, they can't even move out of like and, uh, into a safe spot. And I figure like we're burning their med kits and all that sort of stuff, and, and their armor and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And and we also knew that the next circle was going to be a bit more east of us, so they needed to leave before we did. We only had like hundred and. 20 130 meters to run right um so we we could and we had three cars we knew we'd be fine we just needed to shoot them and we'd be we'd be cool yeah um so i'm telling like the other guys just just go man just you guys get in the circle get in a good position and i'll stay here and just shoot these guys when they leave because i had a mini 14 which is a completely broken gun at the moment yeah um and so they leave the house and there's four of them and they're running outside the circle. And I'm just standing on top of the, um, it's like a double story with roof access. I'm just standing on top there, just pinging these dudes from, I don't know, 300 meters, 400 meters. And <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not like trying to down any of them. I'm just chipping away at each one of them. So they're starting to lose more and more health. Nope. Eventually, like I get... All four of them, they're all down, like crawl, like they're all crawling on the ground, just getting annihilated. And this other buggy comes like in from the south, sort of past them. So I start pinging that buggy as well. And then I run over towards the east from the roof because it's out of my angle. And I pull out my um, M14 and I start shooting at that from the roof. I down one of those guys. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, meanwhile, this is all happening. The other guys can see the kill feed, like me knocking all these fucking people down. I've knocked yeah. about five people down in the span of about 10 seconds at this stage. And um, <laughs> Baz is just like losing his mind at this moment. Yep. And uh, the buggy stops. And I'm like, the guy, I, I like point out like the buggy stopped, guys. You need to take care of that guy who's getting revived. And then so I turn back over to the uh, the guys that are outside the, the zone because there's like another squad running in. So I'm pinging at these guys as well. Um, at this stage, I'm pretty much outside of the zone, but I've only got like 50 meters to run, so I'm I'm cool with it. I'm like whatever, I, I can do this. Um, so I, I eventually knock out like two more guys, and then I jump out off the roof in the gra- grass, and uh, giant Baz are like standing in the field shooting at more people from the south, and I say to them, "Did you get the guys that were in the buggy?" And they're like, which buggy? And I'm like, the one that I knocked out. And there's like one more here somewhere. And they're like, no. And I'm like, fuck. And I prone like straight away as soon as I get into the circle. Because the buggy is like 20 meters from me. <laughs> uh, and then anyway, so I, uh, as soon as I go prone, some fucking shots start hammering at me. And uh, Baz comes like running over from his, his spot. Jai's still standing there shooting guys at the south. I get knocked out. Um, 
Baz manages to come over and revive me. And then we're both taking cover behind this car. Um, we end up taking out the two guys back to our north. So he's revived his mate. We take out those two guys. Jai's still pinging at guys from the south. And then a smoke grenade goes off right on top of him. But he doesn't realize because he's shooting south. But the smoke grenade is sort of a bit more west. And I'm like, Jai, there's a fucking smoke grenade right on you. And he's like, what? Uh, he has no idea. I'm like, they know you're there. They can, like, see you plainly what's going on. Because he's, like, he's no longer just sort of in, you know, like a tree cover. There's just, like, he's a silhouette now that's just standing there. Yeah. Um, Baz and I don't have any more health left at all. We've got, like, 20 hit points between the two of us. We both jump in the car. And then Jai starts getting shot back at. And as we're driving past, we're just like, sorry, we're not picking you up because we've got no more help. So we just ping past him and he's like, oh, come on, guys. I need a lift. No, sorry. See you later. So we bust into like the yellow. There's like three yellow houses that are nearby, um, just sort of east of Gatka, Maine. Um, We bust into there. Baz gets into our house and I'm still pinging at people all over the place because I need health at this stage. I've got like nothing. Uh, so I'm just looking to kill people and eventually we get to a point where there's like a s- two squads north of us there's a squad east there's the guys that have killed Jai who are south just like completely fucking everywhere just shots all over the place and the circle is it's like the third second last circle something like that um, the guys that are north of me I take some of them out but also the guy that is to the east of us is also shooting at them so we're sort of trading at this one squad um and then the guys from the east start making their way in but we're in a really good spot there's nobody else in this circle but us so i'm like fuck we've got to defend it and also i need health because <laughs> we're not going to get anywhere so i take out like three more guys and there's one more dude left and i can see i can hear him running around and i can see him sort of through the um uh, the windows have like wood panel, wood, uh, like, uh, slats. Yeah, like slats in them. So you can see through them a little bit. I can see him running around and I can see like the other guys crawling around. And I don't know what the fuck Baz is doing, but he's still in the house shooting at someone. Um, so I take out three more guys out of this squad. Jesus Christ. And I know they're going to push me like straight away because they, I, I'm like, I've already used like two of my guns. Um, and I've got, like, no health. And uh, as soon as I take out, like, the th- I start pinging, like, shots into all the down guys. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to die anyway. I'm just going to see who I can get. Yep. Um, so I killed, like, three guys. And I'm yelling at Baz, like, fuck, I need help. Because I know I'm going to get destroyed by even just a single shot. I'm dead. Yep. Um, and so he... Baz is kind of on my north west and then the guy is running outside the house to the north and looping around the west and I'm on the east side of the house now um, on the outside and I'm just like trying to yell at Baz to like come over and help because all he needs to do is just stand out the front door and shoot him Um, but this guy pushed me way too quickly so I get down uh, Baz shoots him and then I think Baz gets taken out by the squad that killed Jai to the south and they were the last Uh team left so we end up coming second good god which was a fucking hectic game there was just so much stuff going down 
I think I got nine kills that game all up um, and kind of just got screwed over by not having any more or not having any heals at all so yeah that was That's that was nice. a fun game yeah that was awesome yeah and we only had three players so I think we did did pretty cool yeah yeah anyway there's uh there's been some fun games I'm enjoying um I'm enjoying playing uh duos first persons a lot yeah I'm having a lot of fun with that one at the yeah moment. yeah it's pretty cool um probably wouldn't make it my main mode though still hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm having fun with solo as well I've been doing a couple of solo games but um yeah I don't know man I would like to play some first person solo it just won't let me I'd like to check it out um I'm at the point in squads though again where I'm not getting uh rating for top 10s oh right I need to get like top 6 or top yeah okay fives to get anywhere um I had a top I had five kills and I think we came 10th in one game like yesterday and I'm getting like minus five points I'm like oh man it's a bit shit <laughs> but I'm all about the stats you are all about stats yeah um Drew got put into 20k after that win oh sorry 2k and I got pushed over 2.1k so we're getting there like top 200 I think I'm at the moment something nice. like that when I checked last last night um, but I've decided I'm going to change my key bindings up next season uh, I want to focus more on using crouch and uh, I'm currently just using the default button layout on the um, on the PC for the game so it uses the C button for crouch and I'm not really comfortable with using C uh, in a lot of the games that I play first person games I use alt as crouch and like um, it's just in a better position for me to get to yep and I'm I can be quite quick at like ducking and that sort of thing but with, with the C button it's just a bit harder for me to press it quickly yeah like I can crouch when I need to but if I want to crouch like a lot like stand up crouch stand up crouch that sort of thing I can't wait do so it. Are you toggle crouching or like bind crouching hold, hold crouch no, I so I toggle. Yeah. Um, You'd still rather... I'd still rather alt. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I can do it really quickly. Yeah. And I feel like um, that will mean I've got to change my alt look to something else. I can probably make it control and then probably put my C button to um, walk or something like that. I don't know. Because I don't really use walk a lot. And when I do, it's like I'm not it's not a button where I'm like pressing it and letting go pressing and letting go I'm kind of just holding it yeah. um so yeah I don't know I, I want to I just want to work on my button combination at the moment and I think that'll improve my game a little bit by by allowing me to use the crouch a bit more because do you use it during combat much uh no because I, I don't. don't yeah no I don't yeah um, yeah, it's just, I think it's just not the way I play, right? Um, and I need, I, I think I, I've gotten so used to the space C combo that yeah. I don't think I could go away from it now. I yeah. need that now. 
I could probably, yeah, I don't know. I don't so, usually use C as Crouch either in most games. Yeah, and I don't. So I, I think next ladder reset, I'll play around with some of my settings and see how I go. I think it'll make, I think I'll get, I'll, I think I'll get an improvement out of it. Yep. By having alters my crouch because I'll be able to use that a bit more. Um, and allow me to like sort of duck in and out of combat a bit better to what I am. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Anyway. Anything else to say about PUBG? Are we good? Um, Drew, let me know. Um, hit me up and told me uh, that um, Stabbies, who's a streamer that we've played with a couple of times. Okay. Uh, he was highlighted in the, um, in the latest Early Access Highlights on YouTube. I don't know if you watch those. I watch them. No, really. I generally watch them because usually on like a lunch or something because they're like 15 minutes long and they've yep. usually got some funny kills. Uh, he's highlighted at about the seven minute mark where he uh, kills himself with his own grenade cool. and it is fucking hilarious and he is a noob. Um, but yeah, uh, that one's, that one's, yeah, it's pretty funny. Anyway, um, that's all I've got. Um, I yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I had a good week. I think I had a good time. Mm-hmm. We got one more game. We got one more game. Yep. Yep. Fortnite yep. Battle Royale. Fork knife. Um, this was released recently, um, and you've played a little bit of it. I haven't yet. Yep, I have. It's garbage. Yeah. Uh, look the the straight like straight up the like. I think a lot of people, I, I've been yapping about it, and a lot of people like just dismissed it straight up. They're like, oh, Joe, you just love PUBG. Whatever, mate. You know, you're a fucking PUBG fanboy. It's like you're a Dota kid saying that lol shit. Hey, like, nobody fucking cares. No, this is properly shit. Like, it's properly bad. I've recorded it. Like, the, the major problem, first of all, uh, is that it's riddled with the teamers. And they have no way of combating it, as far as I can tell. I've looked into it. I can't work out. There's no way that you can fucking do anything about teamers. And the game sets you up to get fucked by teamers. Uh, when you kill someone, uh, they immediately start spectating you. So if they're teaming with someone else, uh, then they can just direct that person to you. Hmm. Um, so yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm sure everyone wants to know where they got killed from or whatever the fuck, but that is fucking idiotic. Put them on a rank, like put the person, like just transport them to a random person so they can remain in the game and remain attached and see who wins. I definitely agree with that. I think the way that PUBG does it, where it dumps you back to the, um, dumps you back to the fucking... Like menu, menu. I, don't, I don't think that's cool. I th- I'd love to see it dump you into, yeah, into like some rando. Once your team is wiped, obviously, um, and yeah, let you watch out the rest of the game. I think that'd be pretty interesting. Um, it's that's a very cool idea, but doing it in solos when people are absolutely teaming, um, yeah, is really fucking dumb. I killed some teamers because, uh, uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah, they were teaming, and yeah, they knew exactly where I was. But uh, also, 
The gunplay in this game is fucking terrible. Holy shit. Uh, there's massive spread on all the weapons. Like, massive spread. Um, and so it means that any, like, engagement from more than fucking, I'd say, 20 meters is just a fucking roll of the dice. Like, you are just... Just fucking chuck it out there and see how it goes. Um, you're probably not going to get a kill. Um, you're more than likely actually going to get killed yourself. Um, so, yeah, that's that's dumb as balls. Uh, so I killed some streamers because I had a fucking sniper rifle. And um, the sniper rifle is the only weapon in the game that has actual aim down sights. Hmm. And so, yeah, they... Um, they ran up on me, but I was able to aim down sights before they got to me, so I just fucking snuck them. Bingo, bango, too easy, champ. Um, yeah, so I killed them. What else? Uh, I was hiding underneath a bridge, like a little troll that I am, and uh, I could see exactly where my opponent was because their shadow appeared on the underside of the bridge. Hmm. So I was able to follow them all the way through and then murder them. Um what else? Oh, yeah. Uh, team, what something else teamers are doing, because you can build things in this game. Teamers are one person will build, and they'll just get resources to build, and they'll build cover, and the other person will shoot from behind the cover, and you, when you're shooting at them, you have no choice but to shoot into their cover. And once you destroy the cover, which is destroyed pretty easily, uh, you then they, they'll just build new cover right there and then. So that sucks. Um yeah, what else? You can only have five items as far as I can tell. I never found any way to upgrade my inventory space. Um, so, yeah, you're constantly deciding which five things you actually want to carry. Um, and that's a pretty hefty limitation. Ammo doesn't count as a slot. It's just into some sort of ammo pool. Uh, weapons have different fucking ratings, so you could find a good gun, but there's a better version of that gun out there. There's purple versions, you know, like fucking wow loot. You might find the epic version of an assault rifle. And all of these things have different abilities. They do more damage and all this kind of shit, which is an idiotic way to treat fucking loot in this kind of game. Uh, there's no vehicles, which means random, like the RNG is heavier than it ever has been before. Because if you land outside the circle and it's like on the other side of the map from you, you need to spend the entire fucking game running and you will spend that entire time running with the fucking 30 other people who also land had the you know stupid idea to not land in wherever the fucking circle randomly showed up because there's no vehicles you can't get in there quickly you can't really pick anywhere other than the very edge of the circle if you don't land in the circle your option is the edge of the circle and so a lot of people like yeah a lot of the time it seems like win like you win based on being in the circle already um you can still get into the circle uh like you i managed to get fifth place uh, when I was playing with Baz just by like you know uh, aggressive use of cover and stuff like that but um, like yeah you're still largely boned um, what else yeah oh, because the because the weapon because the spread on the weapons and because they don't feel good to fire and because there's no aim down, down sights uh, you basically like a lot of gunfights are basically just ambushes as close as you can possibly get. Uh, like you want, you try and sneak up on someone as, as close as you can get to kill them. Um, 
Oh, yeah, it says I've got a 16 ping, but I definitely don't have a ping of fucking 16. I guarantee you I don't have a ping of 16. If I do, the game is utterly fucked for that sort of ping. Um, but, yeah, I was telling Nate he had a 16 ping as well. So, uh, and he's never had a, like, I've, yeah, never had a ping as good as mine. Hmm. Um, and um, I think that's it. Yeah, I don't know. The shooting model's fucked, basically. It, and because the shooting model is fucked, it just doesn't feel like there's any, I don't know, any enjoyment in playing the game. You feel like, yeah, okay, well, uh, I saw you first and I started shooting, but eight of my bullets didn't hit you, even though I controlled the recoil, I got fucked by the RNG. And then you snapped around and pinged me in the brain with your submachine gun from 200 meters away uh, on your first bullet. So, cool. That's it. Game over. Game over for me. Um, yeah, it's, it's shit. It's garbage. Um, it's clearly a ripoff, too. People keep telling me. I keep getting fucking pinged up on Twitter because I've been giving it shit. And they're like, it's not a ripoff. Duh. Um, PUBG doesn't own the concept of fucking Battle Royale games. And I'm not saying that. I'm not saying PUBG is the only Battle Royale game that's allowed to exist or whatever the fuck. I'm saying Fortnite, Epic, they saw Battle Royale, saw the success of it, and immediately started making this. And you could fucking tell, because it's shoddily done, and it plays like garbage. Yeah. Yeah, so that's one of the problems that um, we, that I guess Blue Hole has with the game. Uh, we've got this in the news that they're not happy with Epic for putting out this new mode. Yeah. So they released a statement, a press release um, earlier on in the week talking about how they're uh, pretty upset with them. Uh, and then they also did a clarification on PC Gamer because um, kind of people were coming about saying, well, uh, well, you know, the same sort of thing you've just said, like, is that, well, Epic, sorry, Blue, Blue Hole don't own the Battle Royale genre type. Well, they can't get upset with Epic for making it there's other games out there um and so the blue hole have come out and actually clarified what they mean by that is that they're not happy with epic because their game is based on the um the epic engine or the unreal engine and they've got an existing relationship with epic uh which is why they're not happy with what's going on so um what they've talked about is the the uh battle the player known battlegrounds engine is on unreal and they play uh, they pay epic royalties for using their um their engine so there's that and they also go to them for support um and they're basically saying that they've got an issue with getting support from them or also paying them royalties for this this game and they know that they've worked on it um and then they've turned around and they've got what they think is a pre-cut like carbon copy of their game or an attempt at their game using their engine um that's what they're not happy with and i can sort of agree with that right i don't think it's pretty cool like you're paying you're paying a, a you know a license to create this game they've created a game and then the creators of that game engine have turned around and have made a copy of it <laughs> Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Sort of, but... Like... Like a shit copy of it, but it's still 
they're copying the concepts and ideas behind it. But like, I don't know. Like, they can't. They can't complain about this. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. Like, at the end of the day, no. Like, at the end of the day, they can't complain about this. First of all, they can't threaten to sue, sue the person who's licensing them their fucking engine. Because I like one thousand percent guarantee you there's a fucking part of their agreement that says we can terminate this agreement if you try to fucking sue us Mm. so uh unless they want to completely kill their entire fucking company they should probably back off on any stupid shit like that um like i'm not saying that epic can do whatever the fuck they want but like frivolous lawsuits are probably not a solid plan uh and second of all it's it's not that big a copy uh, like, I guess, like, I think what they were trying to drive at is that, like, if they, if, if, yeah, if they direct Epic to a bunch of, like, engine improvements specifically for VR games, yep. then Epic will be able to implement that very easily into their own VR game. They're not crazy about that. Yeah. But now that's what they pointed out, right? Is right. that if that does come along, that they're worried about their ideas being stolen. But, uh, Take that up when it fucking happens. Yeah. Do not fucking start this shit. People didn't even know Fortnite existed until PUBG made, broke headlines saying they were going to fucking sue their engine developer. Fucking idiots. Holy shit. They need... That entire company needs to get the fuck off the internet. They are like fucking... They are Kevin Durant on Twitter like levels dumb like just fucking jesus christ walk away from the keyboard motherfuckers they need to be locked in a room where all they can do is work like the only communication they have the outside world is fucking patch notes and that's it because every time they communicate they do something stupid like fucking the community chick says that there's not enough people to like in oc to warrant first person servers and there's first person servers the next fucking day uh or yeah fucking player unknown himself says he was kicked through a plate glass window when someone makes a joke about kicking him in the chest or something like this kind of shit has to stop because they they haven't realized yet that they are a big deal and everything they say is going to be news including all the dumb shit and so suddenly they need someone to fucking train this fucking media shit they Mm. need media training post haste because every fucking dumb idea that comes to their mind about suing the fucking epic should not be fucking vocalized it's crazy anyway that's how I feel about that Uh, Fortnite is fucking garbage but Threatening to sue them is also really dumb. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Should we move on? More news. Yeah. Um, Steam is getting local uh, currency pricing for some regions. So uh, Australia is on one of those on the list for that one. Usually, um, so buying stuff on Steam, we get USD pricing. um, And then you'd have to kind of convert it (laughs) either in your head or using... um, I don't know, a calculator or something XC. like that. Com. Yeah. Um, so that, this means that going forward in the next couple of, I don't know, I, I'd say they probably implement this quite soon, next couple of weeks or months. Um, they'll be up, like, updating the pricing in Australia to Australian pricing, which is pretty good because yep. you'll have more clarity in terms of how much you're actually spending on some of these games. Because like, 
$40 USD today could be different three weeks from now, right? It's pricing fluctuates. Um, it could be, could be worth more. It could be worth less. It's not really, it's not really clear, but at least if it's in Australian dollars, you get an idea of how much you're actually spending. Sure. Um, which is cool. And also, um, when they price gouge, it's going to be real fucking apparent. Yeah, exactly. When they do that. And that's something that I've pulled up some companies before. And I, I mentioned this today on Twitter. Yep. Um, Bethesda has had a habit in the past of doing that. They, for the past two years, have been price gouging people. Um, all their AAA new release games were, were priced at between $79 USD and $89 USD, which works out to be uh, roughly an Australian $110 up to $130 for a new release game. Um, and they were not actually dropping that price either. So, mm. uh, Fallout 4, um, I think Fallout 4 was one of the examples, but Doom was also another example. Um, Wolfenstein was an example. These games, which were, you know, over a year old, two years old, were still priced at $130 on Steam Australian mm. or $110, whatever it was. Uh, and then today when I was doing some research into, this news story was when I jumped back on Steam and realized that Bethesda actually dropped the price of their games in the last yeah. two months down to um, something a bit fairer. So now their uh, their new release games are or, or upcoming games as well are priced at $75 Australian. Works out to be. Mm. So, yeah, that's good. They fixed it. Yep. Um, cool. And I think that could be due to either... Because um, I know when I complained about it last time, Kotaku put an article up uh, about how Doom's pricing is still fucked. Um, that was in, I think my tweet was in May. And yep. I know Kotaku put an article up a couple of days later about the same thing. Um, so it was either in response to that or in June, they uh, they announced that there'd be GST added to Australian pricing. Yep. Um, and there's possible that they've been notified about regional pricing coming in as a effect an effect so they've jumped on board early and changed all their pricing for that so that's cool at least they're not fucking people over anymore which is sure which is good so yeah i'm i'm, I'm all for australian pricing on uh, original pricing on on steam it looks like it's just not australia that'll be getting this will be some other countries as well which is cool and that's the news solid let's yep. do some questions quickly three fucking hours this isn't going to be quick I'm sorry oh, oh gosh they're big questions Johnny Bravo writes uh, have you seen my TV show last week? of course I have um, yes Johnny Bravo writes aloha I have an issue with esports being promoted as esports what uh, if someone I'll read the whole thing before I start reacting uh, if someone advertises esports to me then I can watch Rocket League Starcraft Overwatch or whatever else which all bring very different experiences I think the term esports is too broad do you think they should be promoting specific games and trying to sell that rather than for example ESL just advertising esports Starcraft was big in Korea because they advertised and promoted Starcraft I think maybe Blizzard is now trying to just promote Overwatch as its own thing, which seems to be working. Thoughts? Thoughts, Luke? Um, yeah, like I can understand Blizzard is promoting Overwatch, but Blizzard also started up their own esports <laughs> division. Yeah, like 
Actually, Blizzard <laughs> is the worst example, Johnny. I, I like per your points, I one thousand yeah. percent agree. Yeah. Like, uh, I think, yeah, I think, especially as an esports editor, uh, I'd love, I'd love to have enough money to get people who could cover each individual esports properly. Because I sort of feel spread a bit thin trying to understand the ins and outs of every fucking esport on the block, especially like when every game is trying to be an esport nowadays. But uh, Blizzard is the worst example you could have given because they recently they've gone like they've got fucking they've got WoW Arena as a esports. They've got WoW Mythic Dungeon rating as an esport. They've got Hearthstone, uh, Heroes of the Storm. Um, Overwatch. Overwatch. Yeah. They're like, they're everything's an eSport for yeah. Blizzard at the moment. I'm, and I'm, they've started their own internal division for just eSport stuff. They've opened, I don't know if it's something we talked about recently, but they're, yeah, they did they're the building stadium, an, right? an arena, an eSports arena. Yeah. E arena. Um, it's only a matter of time before they work out how to make Diablo an eSport, I'm sure. Um, yeah, no, like, like Blizzard's just a spectacularly poor example. Uh, but no, I totally agree with you. Um, I, I do think like eSports, I think, is a catch-all for people who don't really understand the concept just yet. Um, yeah. But yeah, as it stands, it does, it, it does sort of signify a lot of different things and like each one has very like different sort of well should come with very different expectations you shouldn't go into a like fgc event with the same ex expectations that you go into like a dota event i think because yeah. they're very different like cultures um, yeah but like at the same time you don't go onto espn and it's not the same sport like espn yeah. is a sports channel yeah so yeah, yeah. So if you go to like an esports site, then yeah, totally. But if you're trying to advertise, uh, you know, like you don't get advertised like, hey, you should get into sports. Yeah. Get into sports. No, it's like get into soccer. Get into football. Uh, don't kneel during the anthem because apparently that'll fucking start some shit. <laughs> uh, everyone should kneel during the anthem, in my opinion. Everyone should. Um, and fuck Steph Curry. No, we're friends again. I'm, we're down friends. Steph, I'm down with Steph Curry again. Uh, is it just Kevin Durant? Yeah, still, still fuck Kevin Durant and fuck <laughs> Curry everything. But, uh, but yeah, um, yeah. like, yeah, no, I totally agree. I, I think esports. But I, I also think that we're we're still in a phase where people are are, are trying to catch up. They're still trying to understand the the breadth of what they're getting into you know mm. it, it is a very broad sort of situation and uh so i think we'll have to suffer through esports as the catch-all for a little while longer before we get to a point where yeah it's just hey i'm gonna watch some rocket league or mm. hey i think you know on the on the more specific end you know i think people who are already in Hmm. are already doing that they're not watching esports they're watching dota they're watching no yeah. watch they're watching those games but yeah dota is a good example right valve doesn't call it esports like dota the, the international or no but it is like marketing marketing wise it is yeah. just like you know i want to be in the esports business and people don't really think much further than that hmm. uh you know i've seen it a lot um because i, I consult or you know, marketing people. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they just go in with, without a really good idea of what they're getting themselves into. 
Mm. Um, and you see that with games, right? Coming out. Oh, we're going to, this is going to be a huge esport, this game. It's like, well, your game's not out yet. And secondly, you make your games, like, you can't just make a game in esport. Yeah. That's not how it works. No. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Ballester writes, Ballester writes, uh, he's saying that companies aren't already advertising their games. I also think the term esport is fine. I can watch things like basketball, hockey, and water polo, and they all bring very different experiences. That doesn't mean sports is too broad a term. Yeah, see, I, I guess that's what... It's back to the I think, yeah. I think that's that's what, yeah, Luke was saying. But, yeah, I, I guess Johnny's point was, yeah, more for the, the from the marketing perspective. Hmm. Um, you know, like, yeah, we are going to... We are just going to have to sit through a little while of, yeah, everything's esports. Um Good stuff. Good question and good addition, Johnny and Balasta. Uh, Drew writes, Drew Money, Dre3 Money. Sorry, Do- Dr. E3 Money writes, NBA 2K comments that a neighborhood is annoying. Training in the gym minigames is stupid. Having to run to buy new socks is stupid. Basketball itself is good. I haven't yet mastered the controls, so too early to really comment. But I still hate after basket cuts and all the bullshit that breaks the flow of the game action. I really fucking hate having to wait 10 seconds every time out while they show the huddle and bullshit. I just want to play ball. When you ru- you're you on a run or just fucked up and you want- just want to play, nope, here's a shot of the sh- cheerleaders. Here's what the coach had to say. And here, let's wait while the ref walks into position. Anyway, why do you think they... Uh, why do they have to have a set story? Why can't they just let you create your own story and narrative for your player and his career? It would then have replayability. Streamers could do it and tell their own story. PUBG, oh, PUBG doesn't need a narrative. Each game has its own story. Just give us the tools and let us play. Let's shape our career however we choose. Continued. Like, dump all this voice acting bullshit. Why continue? You don't have fucking character limits, Drew. Fucking just write it all in one big run next time. You Do- Doctor. Doctor Drew. Sorry, Doctor E3. Dr. E3. Uh, like, dump all this voice acting bullshit. I don't need to see my player talk to the coach or other players. Just let me decide stuff like what brand sponsors me. Do I want to trade? Am I happy in my role? Does the team consult me on decisions? Negotiate new contracts? All the stuff NBA heads love about basketball. Let me decide all that background stuff. Most fun I've ever had with NBA games is when my cousin and me would sit down and play franchise mode. We would each control a team, do a fresh draft, we'd sim the seasons, except for when our teams played each other and the playoffs, uh, and the playoffs, which we set as one round series. If our team sucked and drafted badly or couldn't keep guys happy and they left, then we wore it, making the decisions, signing players, drafting players, uh, and drafting players was awesome fun and getting like 10 years into the mode and seeing Kwame Brown leading the league and scoring with 41 points per game was goofy as fuck but gee it was fun that reminds me of uh, did you ever read the Bleacher Report and they did uh, these like crazy simulations Hmm. they'd like hardcore modify teams yeah no you'd never read any of them they're fucking amazing there's one where they made like everyone everyone a midget uh like every single player like a tiny tiny like sub four foot person and tanked all their stats and like games were going out for like the high high school was like 11 points and shit (laughs) yeah spectacular um and they like simmed like a lifetime of those games it was beautiful um 
Okay, where is the question there? Back at the start. So the uh, why do they have to have a set story? No, no, above that, I want to comment on the other stuff, um, the neighborhood stuff, the training in the the gym. I don't mind that stuff because it allows you to progress on your badges, um, sure. the specific ones that you want. And I mentioned this last time, but you're no longer forced to do specific drills. Like the last game would make you do stuff that wasn't catered towards your player. So you just get nowhere anyway. Whereas this one, you can go, all right, I want to work on my three-point shots or I want to work on my post-game. Um, it allows you to select that and level up your badges in between games. Um, mini games are dumb. I went to the 2K zone the other day and there was no one in there at all. I did play on the mini basketball though and got like 300 points or something stupid, which is cool. Um, because there was no one in there, I couldn't play trivia. And I didn't want to watch 2K TV because I already watched it. So yeah, it's dumb. Um, continue. Yep. Continued. Continued. Yeah. Um, why do they have to have a set story? Uh, this is uh, this is a good one. I, I got stuck on this. Because uh, remember, um, I remember years ago, I was complaining about how what if what if they went full RPG with it? Yeah. And they, they added a full they story. They did. It's my fault. This is my your fault, Drew. Yeah. I'm sorry, Drew. Because I feel like they look at our reviews and they're like, fuck, these are good ideas. And then they yeah. go and put them in. And the yeah. year after, we're like complaining about all the stuff we talked about three years ago. Yeah. 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 It's this. The reason is right. The it's other not thing enough. I've been saying because I know you're listening to this visual concepts. I know you're listening. Okay. The other thing I have always said is that unskippable cutscenes are fucking stupid. Right. So, first of all, uh, story stuff, cool. Unskippable cutscenes, not cool. Um, and bad story is uh, actually worse than no story at all. Um, if you need someone to write a cool basketball story, just get me. I've sp- I've seen Space Jam. I actually have an idea for a cool basketball story. P.S. It's basically Space Jam, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but with LeBron James. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, think about it. Just think about it. Okay. Um, yeah. Good question, Drew. Uh, good rant. Was there well. any other questions in there? I can I can't see any more question marks. So. All right, fair enough. Um, I, I I think Heath and I used to play roughly the same sort of thing that you'd play in franchise mode, but with FIFA, and actually with with Madden. Um, yeah. The the other thing is the the story stuff disappears after a while. It's not a it's not the whole of my career. I think it's usually like the rookie season. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe not uh, even the whole rookie It's just season. weird because FIFA appears to be killing it hmm. on the story shit. But it's because they've got actual characters and characterization and they obviously hired like writers as opposed to... And it's probably... I, I'd like them to take it a bit more seriously. It's like they keep doing goofy shit every, couple, every yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. It's dumb. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Baz writes... I've always wondered how much the quantity and or... Hang on, what? I have always wondered... Wondered? Wondered. Baz, what are you doing to me, man? I've always wondered how much the quantity and or of quantity of games in certain genres affects the outcome of game reviews. For example, Destiny 2 is getting praise from the majority of gaming journalists... 
However, if there was a loot, FPS loot shooter, e.g. Borderlands 3, that was released now, it was far better than Destiny 2, would Destiny 2 be marked down considerably? It is currently sitting on at an 85 on Metacritic, while Borderlands 2 is at an 89. In my opinion, Borderlands 2 would crack 100 if those two were to be reviewed at the same time. I feel like I said this last week. I think he did say something like this yeah. last week. I think he's I just writing my words. He's making me like read them oh. really closely though uh i only mention this because it seems like many games are reviewed higher or lower than they should because the games that are released around it influence the review greater than they should this year has been fairly average so far therefore games like destiny 2 and zelda breath of the wild scene is amazing jesus christ baz you're not easy to please so i'm curious when reviewing a game how far back do you go it's your catalogue of past reviews to give it an accurate score if you do it all. That's actually, that's a good question. Um, I think you're, like, I think, I'm going to be frank, I think 2017 has been pretty spectacular for video games. First of all, we've got PUBG, Baz, and I know you love that. Don't even fucking lie to me. Second of all, uh, Prey came out, uh, which was spectacular. Um, it was a solid at 7.5. You're a fucking solid fucking two- because uh, it's a poo. You're a solid poo, Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what else do we have? Breath of the Wild, which was, good. Uh, was pretty good. Like, pretty pretty bloody good. Horizon uh, Zero Horizon Dawn. Horizon Zero Dawn, which I loved pieces. Um, uh, there was something. There's been something else that has, like, blown my mind. I can't remember. Mario Rabbids is pretty good. I don't Mario know if I put it like... Good. It's not blowing my mind. Um... Fucking, what was it? It's driving me nuts. Um, it's near Automata this year. Yeah, that was this year. Yeah, so like we had that one. Um, yeah, we've had some fucking spectacular games. Um, so I, so I would like to say that I think you've been a, a bit, a bit harsh. Um, I think. I do think that yes, the the landscape of like games influences how you look at a game uh, when you're reviewing it, like the landscape as it exists in the moment. So uh, yeah, Borderlands Borderlands got extra praise, right? Borderlands One got extra praise because it was it was doing something that games hadn't really done. Uh, it was doing loot shooter. Loot shooter didn't really exist, right? It was Diablo, but in a first-person shooter, which is fucking amazing. And then it did all this other shit really well as well, which made it extra amazing. Borderlands 2 uh, did like did Borderlands, but even better, which is fucking amazing, right? Destiny. I don't. I don't know how it's getting high scores. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, Baz. Like. It, Ah, you know, you never want to say it doesn't deserve high scores, but it doesn't. It's, it, it's, uh, but like I've said, I've already said it, right? Like, it's not a game for me, right? Like, it's, it's not a game for, like, if you like PUBG, it's not a game for you either, really. Because what you want out of a game isn't necessarily what Destiny gives to you. Like, Destiny rewards different part, like, reasons for playing, I guess. Um, so it's, it's, that's a hard one to analyze personally. Um, but I would, I, I will say that, yeah, like you do analyze it against the, 
the games that exist around it. But like personally, I analyze it against every game I've ever played. Every game, I, like Doom, got a lower score from me because for me, Doom is a monument of video game. It is a fucking. It is a a key historical video game point and so if you're going to reboot it then i expect certain things not necessarily uh you know it doesn't need to be fucking doesn't need to transform video games again but it Mm. does need to be you know something more than fucking running backwards in a circle in a locked room you know like i want it to do something to blow me away i expect things from id software right so for me doom yeah didn't blow me away and so it was and also as a game the aspect of the game they were pushing wasn't that good and yes the multiplayer <laughs> was fucking garbage but um yeah like yeah like if if, if you I, I guess everyone does it differently right but for me you you review it against that's that's why you are that's why you want to have a reviewer's opinion, I think. That's what a reviewer brings to the table, is a wealth of games knowledge because they have played so very many games. And so, as a result, they're able to draw deep upon that Mm. knowledge base to give you an informed opinion as to where such and such game sits in that landscape. And yeah, you like even then you still qualify based on like as a as an item of the time, right? Like I don't know, like I haven't really thought about it. I, I everything I said about thirty thirty Death War Redux is me looking at it as a game from fucking twenty seventeen, like an indie game nonetheless. But as a game from twenty seventeen, I wonder how I would have fucking treated it in two thousand and seven. Right? Like that's just that's a staggering revelation for me like that's that's some shit man like i'm surprised um yeah i don't know destiny 2 is throwing like the references to destiny 2 are throwing me here because yeah i don't think it deserves the praise it's gotten so yeah i don't know good question baz i what do you think like um yeah, no, well, this kind of echoes something I said a week or two ago, right? Yep. With I, I thought that if... Yeah. And I, yeah, I gave Borderlands as an example. If, that, if Borderlands 3 came out in the scope that I can think of in my mind, like, I think De- I think Borderlands 2 is a far better game than Destiny. Like, I had way more fun. Yeah. Um, and it was more rewarding, so... Yeah, and, and like, Borderlands, the series hasn't gotten low scores, but the kind of um, like culture that's around Destiny 2 at the moment I just don't understand it yeah I don't know I just see many I just see many, so many aspects of the game design that is not well done it's just poorly implemented yeah yeah I, I, I don't know either I don't know I don't know yeah anyway uh, we got one more question just came in as we were recording good question guys uh, Krusty Raven writes, uh, long time listener. Well, not that long, about six months, but thanks for all the funny while driving to and from work. Uh, first time asker of a question. 
Uh, talk a lot about the games, but not so much about the hardware that we play them on. Jobs, we know you've gone over to the Ryzen side of the fence, but what about you, Luke? Oh, this is this is a good one. Uh, what are you using <laughs> for your death dealing in PUBG? What do your bas- battle stations look like? This is good because Luke was trying to give me shit because uh, <laughs> Intel revealed their... Well, I think they were forced to reveal by someone breaking embargo a new 8700K. 87 or 88? 8700. Oh, that, the, yeah, that series, the 8000 series. Their new flagship, i7, yeah. Uh, today, he was trying to give me shit. He's still well and truly an Intel boy. Yeah, I knew sure. like, Well, yeah. I, that's all I've ever had. And, oh, maybe a long time ago, AMD at one stage, but no, all Intel. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, for me, uh, I'm currently running an i7 um, 4700. Or four seven nine OK. I don't know how old that is. Is it old? Can't um, be that old. I only bought it like two two years ago or something like that. That it seems like it'd be old. It's an i seven. It's not it's, an i five. But it's a four series though, right? I think they update them every once in a while. Yeah, I don't know. Um, seems like it's four generations of behind the one they announced today, Luke. That's all I'm saying. Like <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So you got a potato machine. Fair enough. Um, that's cool. Uh, I'm trying, so I'm trying to look it up how, when the fucking thing came out. It's got a K on it. It's got to be good. Um, did you like? Do you have to keep it running with like a foot, uh, like a pedal crank or something? I found or? it. It's a 2014. Ah, uh, like an ancient. Ancient. Q2 2014. It's not that old. <laughs> but you make your own computer, don't you? Yeah, I build my own. Yeah. Wait, are you going to build a new one soon? Or what? Yeah, so I, I've, I think I mentioned it a couple of times. I am building a new one soon, but I'm waiting for um, NVIDIA to release some new, a new graphics card. I don't want to buy um, the current like model they've got out. Is it the Pascal series they're calling it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Because I know there's one like within six months Just away, true. but there's always one within six months. That, that's not right. Because they, so the last time they released a card was sixteen months ago. And so they, they're going to be waiting twenty months for the next card. Is my ten seventy sixteen months? Yeah, I, I did the maths the other day because I was like, when the fuck? I went through the last like four series to figure out when they released them, and then broke them down into like the months apart. And uh, this, like, this month is currently the longest they've had in a couple of years. It's usually about 14 to 16 months. Amazing. Um, and people are saying Q1 next year. So, it's going to be about 20-something months, which uh, is quite annoying. So, yeah, I'm waiting for um, the 2000 series or the 20 series, whatever they're going to call it. Yeah. Um, and then I think I'll, I'll grab this i7-8. Uh, 8000 series for the the AMD sorry the Intel processor uh, and I'll go from there get some some RAM but yeah so I'm running the 47 4790K mm-hmm. um, I need I don't have a stack of memory on this I think it's only like 8 gig fucking so, hell dude holy but, shit get yeah. some more now how the fuck do you even have you can't even have Chrome running can you no I use I use I um, yeah what it's a joke but yeah, you can't even. Have, you, you probably have to run Discord off your phone, don't you? Yeah, your phone would have more RAM. 
I reckon it would. I'm I'm running a game at the moment while we're playing, while we're talking. It's a fucking clicker, mate. No. I don't think that counts. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, I think things run fine, right? Like, No. It's all good. No. I so, ran out of memory the other day. Did you? What were you yeah. doing? Oh, 16 gigabytes. Um, I was a uh, bit mining. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. No. <laughs> no, I just had too many tabs open in Chrome. I'd, I'd opened a new Chrome window over another Chrome window that already had like 14 tabs open. And then I started using that new Chrome window as my main one. And so oh, okay. I, you and you I, forgot. I forgot. So I had like eight gigabytes dedicated to Chrome. It was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've also got an... Uh, uh, NVIDIA 9800 9800? 980 980 so I don't want to update to the 1080 because one generation yeah it's just one generation it's yeah. not, not worth it I don't think I'd have to get like a 1080 Ti or, and even then it's, I just feel like I should just wait yep wait wait a couple of months so yeah that's what I'm running Things and things still run fine like PUBG even though it's the game I'm playing at the moment that's not really it's still early access it's not optimized yep. um, most other games run fine like I'll get a solid 60 out of Wildlands or 100 and something out of Battlefield like games are pretty good on PC these days and I feel like I don't have to buy something new at the moment it's it's all running good so yeah yep. that's what we got good question awesome Great questions, guys. Thank you for the questions. Krusty got that in just in time. Like four minutes before we were were about to finish. Lucky we went for fucking three and a half hours today. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Okay. Let's wrap this up, though. Yeah. All right. Um, You can find this show on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, if you want to find it anywhere else. Maybe you're listening in someone's car. Krusty's car. He's got a friend with him. Totally. And his friend is like, what is this? This is amazing. Yep. That's how I react to yep. all the podcasts you make me listen to so yeah exactly when I'm in the car you're like who are these idiots that yep. don't know what they're talking about so I can why are they fucking dumb not download them on iTunes didn't I didn't I sort of talk about this on our podcast two weeks ago and everything they're saying is the opposite it's ridiculous yeah this is crazy uh, anyway yeah. Yep. Um, if you want to ask us questions like uh, Baz, Dre, Three Money, Doctor Three Money, um, Krusty, those guys, you can email Johnny us. Bravo, don't forget Johnny Bravo. John- he was the first question. He was, and, uh, and who was the other one? Jumped in as well. Boom. Uh, the GA Podcast at gmail.com If you want to email us the old-fashioned way, otherwise we have a Discord page, which is the slash discord You can jump in, and ask questions on there. Uh, you can play games. Um, there's a chat section. There's all sorts of things going on in there at the moment. I think Job has made changes in there. We've got a Destiny Poo channel. We do. Destiny um, players. I don't think it will survive. Be around. We will rename that in a couple of weeks to something else. Change something else. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. See what happens. And uh, if you want to follow us on social media, you can go to facebook.com slash the GA podcast, twitter.com slash GA podcast, or you can go to our website, the com, which has all the links to all things we just talked about. Um, including our, our Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash the GA podcast. If you want to help support the show, you can do that there. So thank you to everybody that does that every month. Much appreciated. You're awesome. Thank yep. you so much. It is legendary. I love it to bits. It uh, is. Well, um, thank you, people. Yep. Uh, there was a Reddit thread about favorite games podcasts. 
and uh, Frisco uh, pimped out the gap. Nice. Which was awesome. Thank you, Frisco. Uh, he said we talk about battle or uh, PUBG too much. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's something we need to fix. Uh, yeah. I think we fixed it this week, except for when we went on about it for 40 minutes. But like- well, it's probably longer than that. <laughs> It's the thing that's happening at the moment. 1.5 million concurrent we players. We went for three hours. We are on for three hours. We're playing a lot more games. We just It was during the dead period. Come on, Frisco. Give us a break. Give us a break, man. Yeah. Um, we'll yeah. be back with Assassin's Creed next week, all right? Just, yeah, just we'll have a lot of Assassins next week. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, thank you, Frisco, for pimping us out there. That was cool. And um, that's about it. That's yep. the show. Uh, if you want to go read a cool thing about how... Destiny 2 could be a lot better as a PvP uh, experience. Uh, I put that up on Red Bull. It went bananas. It was uh, extremely popular. A lot of people... um, No, a lot of people were very supportive. People don't like the PvP in that game. (laughs) I I think I was preaching to the converted. Uh, But uh, uh, people who were upset were mostly upset because I didn't say anything about the dedicated servers. Um, They brought it up. I was saying... I was telling him... That ultimately, like I, uh, we watch this uh, YouTube channel called Battle Nonsense, hmm. uh, and he does these complex uh, analysis of um, of the dedicated service situations for a lot of games, uh, and I must have watched his Destiny Two one like eighty times, and uh, I couldn't work out how to condense what the fuck he was talking about into a paragraph or two. Uh, and I didn't really want to go on for a thousand words explaining it because that doesn't really fit the Red Bull format. So uh, I just decided I wasn't going to talk about dedicated servers at all. All right. So you use that for part two? Oh, yeah, totally. Yep. The sequel. Um, yeah. But, yeah, go read that. Um, watch my heat signature video. See me kicking ass in heat signature. Um, That's on YouTube, right? It's on YouTube, yep. <laughs> Uh, that's about it cool I think that's all we got uh, that's it yeah awesome. you gonna you gonna play the COD beta this weekend um, probably not no. <laughs> no. I don't think so um, we're gonna play some fork knife battle royale or what? right right now not right now maybe later later maybe, maybe later yeah. you're too busy playing transport defender I am yeah um, all right, that's it. We're back next week, uh, hopefully with Assassin's Creed. Maybe they'll yeah. let us talk about it. We don't know when the embargo will be, but no. fingers crossed. Yep. Um, uh, otherwise, yeah, we'll have some stuff. Uh, I've got a bunch of sports games. I've got FIFA and all that stuff. Sweet. So I'm not allowed to talk about it until... That's out this week. Yep. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, listening. See you all next week. Thanks. Bye.